Episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I am Chris. And what a drawn out round. <laughs> it was long. It was long. I think we can all agree we don't need rounds to go that long. <laughs> it was longer than Chris's rant about Collingwood, <laughs> which unfortunately Chris is all perked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> They've got to do the Dew notes. Just come from watching the, the positive Rockstar game. energy drink. I'm, on a, I'm trying to be on an alcohol hiatus for a little bit. Although, just a little bit. I do have to shout out myself here a little bit, Chris, just quietly. Um, oh. Good old Swizz, Taylor, uh, messaged through saying that uh, Higgins has uh, more snags than Bunnings. And I said, uh, more like uh, Higgins has got more snags than uh, Chris's last Thailand trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you felt good about that, didn't you? I did feel very yeah, good about, no, about good. the snags. Well, well, joke's <laughs> on you because I haven't been to Thailand. So. <laughs> I have. You should go. It's a delicate place. <laughs> it's so delicate. Lots of delicate sausages. Um, look, Small and humble. Let's get right into it. We're going to do the round review straight away, guys. And it was a long weekend, so... Yes. So um, we decided to wait until... We did want to A, wait. today's public holiday. B... We thought we'd do it straight after the game, so we're going to go into this round review. Yep. At some point, um, Supercoach is going to open, and then we're going to do a live uh, update based on break-evens and that sort of thing, but yeah. that'll probably be in our second podcast, It I will believe. be, yeah. So this will just focus on the round review, guys. Yep. So and what a surprise on the Friday. Well, I was very surprised that Adelaide came out the way that they did, considering they virtually had no midfield. Well, Chris, I'm going to tell you a little story very okay. quickly. We'll keep it brief. Does it involve you emailing someone? No. <laughs> My TV broke on Wednesday last week okay. after eight solid years, and I was like, I need a that's TV. That's why there's a box out yeah. there. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And that, that's not my missus. Um, <laughs> Chris is trying to like finger that box. Um, <laughs> Dude. It was open. There was not, no tape on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly it was, right, very, yeah. it was very, very open. I was moving it around. It was not discreet. Uh, anyway, so I ended up, I had, oh, literally, break Wednesday, bought a new TV Friday, set it up, watched the game, and I could not believe it. Like, Just because the, oh, the quality was awesome? Well, everyone, well yeah, it was okay. <laughs> but Adelaide. Adelaide showed up. Yeah, they did. And, yeah. The, and the text was just having a field day. Yeah, and um, look, to be honest, the, the first half, it was it was almost like they tried in the second half to change things up. But people complaining that um, you know Luke Parker was playing a lot more forward. Well, by, was, change, but, by, by change things up, Chris, you mean that their three-star midfielders tried to get more ball? Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> honestly, they were around the ball. They just couldn't get their hands on it. They legitimately could not win a clearance, couldn't win a contested possession. They were second to the ball, and they were outgunned by first and second year players from Adelaide. Oh. Essentially, I mean, Hugh Greenwood was was huge in there. Atkins, who played a large amount of time on Parker, just towed him up. Yep, um, and then kicked goals. Yeah, and kicked goals, and really made him look second rate. And uh, look, I guarantee you, it, after the game, they probably were sitting back going, "Yeah, we we stuffed up there. Yeah, yep. we we didn't we didn't come the right way." So. Um, look, kudos to Adelaide, who got dominated by the Pies the previous week. Yeah. As you do. I mean, yeah. Oh, come it's on. It's understandable. They're a top five team right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> See what we have to put up with, guys. I feel you. I'm hearing this firsthand, um, so I feel you. Shall we talk about the renaissance of Paul Seedsman? Yes, well, we did say the week before that, like, his role is good. He's getting the ball. He is yep. getting it in a good spot. Uh, the week before was wet. So it wasn't really uh, very good for him. And his efficiency wasn't very good. He turned it over, kicked it out. Um, but this week, yeah, 115. Um, very good game by Seedsman. So for those that did keep him in their draft sides, you know, kudos to you. Yep. Um, well, some even uh, having a look at him in standard at the moment. So. Yeah, he's, he's not bad. And some people, I have heard other 
people, uh, other podcasts talking about him. Oh, you can't trust Seedsman, you can't trust him. I've had him years ago. and But it's a different team, different role, and there's yep. a need for him. More than there was in previous years, there is a need for the Seedsman. Yeah, I, well, I, I honestly think that um, the longer the season goes on, the more attention Laird's going to get. Yep. Which is going to mean there's going to be a one person off the chain, and who's that going to be? Exactly. So if you're Likely thinking, if seasoned. you're thinking about the longevity of your season, mm. right, you need to plant those seeds, <laughs> the seeds, man, and let them grow. That's true. I, I dig it. Well done. I will dig that seed up. <laughs> See, we just keep going with the same stupid joke. Um, so look, one fifteen for seeds, man. Lay it again. One ten. I mean. What do you say about Rory Laird at this point? Um, uh, I say he's number one defender, Chris. Well, I mean, for Supercoach, he had a... Sh- again, I didn't think he had a very good game. No. I-, I didn't think of the people that... Of the top scoring Supercoaches for Adelaide, I didn't think that it was a top five game and in, not only that, at all. Some of his contested possessions, he's literally getting it in the pack and then just doing this little one-and-a-half-meter handball to his right or his left. 100%. And it's like a contested possession. Which is fantastic for Supercoach. I'm, oh. I'm enjoying that. And if you've got him, then great. Um... But yeah, I didn't think it was a great game for him. I thought Atkins was definitely their best midfielder for the night. I definitely rated Atkins um, for that game. Yeah, move forward and, and kick goals, but also was really, really strong in the contest, which was unusual. Yep. I've never seen him really have a... We, I mean, we haven't seen these Adelaide mids get that much mid-time because they've been outshadowed by your Sloans and your Crouches. So. Yes, I'm very happy uh, Doday as well. Oh, yeah, great uh, game. Bounced back, got 100. He was he was really good. And so much to so, people are saying, leave a who. Yeah, uh, and yeah. Or even media, media officials, are. yeah, leave yeah. a who. Who's leave This guy that wanted 800 grand a year or whatever. Thank yep. you very much. We'll just pick you straight I'd up. I'd also say that uh, he actually had a very, very, very good first half and then trailed off. I think he was on 70, 70 odd or 75 oh, was, odd at half killing time. It. A lot so, of intercept possessions yeah. in the first half. Um, so 25 points in the second half, but I don't care. Look, the guy's a jet and um, doing great on your field in Supercoach. Well, yeah. So. I mean, he had, what, a couple of 85s, 100, a 120 yep. odd, and then he had one, one poor, one poor yep. round of like, yeah, a, a, a 50. Yeah. So that so. suits his break even back up because he was in danger of if he had a repeat 50 week, um, he would have been hovering around about his break even. So. Um, that shoots it back up. He's going to make cash for another few more weeks. Yep. I'm really hoping you can get him through the buys. I think that he um, can last until round 13 or so. Yeah, I'm, I'm averaging in no rush. 85. Def- defenders, Mate. I'm waiting. Defenders can easily last until after the yeah, buys, as far I'm as I'm concerned. I'm completely fine with that. I think that's the target. I think you can wait to upgrade your defense until the buy, yeah, buy rounds, for, get them forward, to be your last ones. The forward line and your midfield, especially with how many fallen primos there are in both lines, yep. I think you could get a good forward and or a good And there's some juicy midfielder. options coming up Very in midfield soon. Very juicy options. So, yep. And whereas the defence, they're getting 90s and 100s, yep. most of them. Like even um, Finlayson as well, another good week. Yep. Um, you and look we'll go through him, Murray of course. As well. yep. like, and there's other guys coming through, so I'm yep. not too worried about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, but the one person I was very upset with, Chris... He might as well have not even been out there. He was so clunky. He just didn't look right. McGovern. Yeah, he, he was fumbly. Oh. He did not. He didn't seem like he was uh, just. Just he just didn't hit it. No. Um, and he hasn't really for the whole first part of the season. I'm not sure. Do you know? Did he have an interrupted preseason or was it? Is it just? Yeah, a little bit. But he he reminded me of um, Cox at the start of the year. To be honest, he could get his hands to the ball, but he just didn't look. Right, he yeah. just didn't look polished. Yeah. Um, but then look at Cox He's today. A- he was yeah clunking him. Yeah. Not kicking goals, <laughs> but he was marking the ball. Yeah. So go figure. It, I think it's a little bit odd with McGovern because he has also been shifted at points to the half back line. So when he's not getting involved in forward of the ball, they're shifting him behind the ball, um, just to get a touch of the pill. And look, I mean, he's serviceable. Um, they, they're not going to drop him. I think he's got too much talent to drop him. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he pulls through it. 
Um, the forward line functioned again back with Walker and Lynch, even though... So they lost, you know, Eddie Betts wasn't playing, of course. Yep. They didn't get Lachlan Murphy back, so they really oh, didn't have those Oh, apparently Lachlan Murphy forwards. has been cleared. His hamstring is cleared. Yeah, I saw so he should be playing article. this week. Hopefully he should be playing yeah. uh, this week, which would be amazing. Um, but Ellis Young was strong in the contest. Um, even, like, as I said, Greenwood was very strong in the contest. Yeah, it was a very even, well. uh, even, even contribution. Yep. Yeah. Um, Jacobs was poor. Speaking, Jacobs was. Um, he pretty much, yeah, like... You know, for those that picked him as a solid option, I mean, he does have good weeks. Let's not, you know, be um, disillusioned to that, Chris. But, yep. you know, this was a poor game, I think, from Jenkins. Not uh, not Jenkins. Ha! Uh, Jacobs. So he got a 74. Yep. Uh, but let's go on the flip side, Chris. Let's look at Sydney. Talking about um, polished, talking about service. Let's talk about Heaney. What a service. Yeah, man. and and look, he, he could have got a 150. The problem with him is that in his, he's got the billings, it seems, at the moment. His field kicking is unbelievably good, and his contested marking is at a level that midfielders like him don't have. And he got voted for the best rig. <laughs> well, he's a <laughs> the best beach body, does. the Bondi beach body. Yep. Oh wow! Okay, fair enough. I mean that that hair though. I mean it's good hair. Let's yep. be fair. It looks like he comes straight from the beach onto the footy well, field. I think if I saw him down at Bronte Beach, Chris, he might have blinded me with the. <laughs> That's true. With those locks he has. Um, but he could have had one fifty. He missed three clutch goals to put them back in the um, in the game. Very, it was late, and they probably didn't deserve it. But Heaney could have won them the game. Could have. That's like, that's as good as a game he had. He just unfortunately just did not kick those goals. Yeah. And once again for Sydney, their defenders were racking up the pool, especially even at half time. Yep. Their midfielders couldn't get the ball, and Sydney their defence line just you know stacks up and I, holds up. I actually found it a little bit strange today because um, they didn't play traditional Sydney football from the back line. So when I say that, what I mean is they usually kick to a, a contest, but it's it's usually quick ball movement from their defence. They're chip, 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 chip. And then long kick to a really like a, a bulk contested situation, which is exactly what Adelaide wanted to do. Um, unfortunately, well, that's obviously why there was numbers for Sydney. What they usually do, at, especially at the SCG, is just long kicking up the wind to a one on one or a two on two contest. They usually win that contest, long kick into their forward line where they've got a buddy out, yeah, or pull. get a stoppage and then reset yeah, and exactly then try right. and get the contested ball. And they just the, their ball movement was really slow, and that's was was the difference on the night, in my opinion. Um, and that's why you see Lloyd, you see uh, Rampy and McVeigh all having good good scores. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, it was um, outside of that. I mean, you know, Josh Kennedy and and Luke Parker. That oh, was disgraceful. Kennedy fifty nine. Uh, yep. He'll be ripe as well, cheap for the picking. If you yep. did want to hold on him, you know, as in get on board. And Parker had only I think he was yeah. on twenty five or twenty six at <laughs> half time. So he had a fifty point second half. How'd that go, Chris? Oh mate. So I traded in Parker this week. So. Um, my thing was I traded out Kelly, which so far, well, I mean, it seems to be good. Well, Kelly, you picked up, what, six points on me, I think, Chris, on the Kelly to Parker trade? Oh, uh, yeah, I know. So annoying. But having said that, really, when I look at the trade, it was more, it wasn't really Kelly to Parker. It was actually more um, Kelly to um, Gray, uh, Robbie Gray in the forward line. So premium for premium. And then it was lobbed to Parker. So I actually, that's how I viewed the trade because... Right. Um, what I really figured out in my trades was that I obviously want to trade in people that I think are going to be the top 10 midfielders or top six forwards. I know Gray pretty much at this point. I don't think you can say he's yeah, going to Gray, be Gray top went, six. Gray went nuts. Probably top three. Yep. Um, and then, you know, Parker has a chance at top 10. He's not... I don't think he's got a huge percentage there, but there's still probably 20 to 30% chance that Parker can make a, a top 10 spot. So... Yeah, especially when you're, trying to, when you're trying to get a 110 average, it's quite open. 
for yeah, that, for that yeah, you know, like I think seventh, he can still average seventh to fifteenth. It could be you know literally a couple of points in between yeah. them. And um, I mean seventy five. That was a salvage. Yeah, you know, I was happy with that at the end of the game based on how bad his first half was. So it was ropeable. Yeah. Uh, speaking of ropeable, Lance Franklin, his price will drop. Yeah, huge, and he's not playing this week. No. So apparently he's been injured since the a first bruised, week. A bruised heel yeah. over in Perth. Um, and they've been complaining about the surface um, over there at Optus Stadium. Yeah, apparently they have a three-week plan to make it softer. Uh, plan number one is to have Sanderlands run around there for about 30, <laughs> 30 kilometres, we'll I get think. Get the man mountain to just trot on the field for a while. Literally. And yeah, no, I, I sent them an email, Chris. No, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. But they did say uh, yeah. they did say Sanderlands is going to run 30 kilometres around on the track to Look, soften the grip. I love... I lo- actually... Did they actually say no. that? <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris. Uh, get actually, on board, Chris. me. Because um, he's so big. He's so heavy. I, I, like, I get it. Who I, needs I, a roller? I mean, yeah, funny joke. Ha-ha. <laughs> no, no. Um, look, I really actually enjoy the fact that Lance is, is not, not there for two reasons. First of all, um, he's in 33% of teams right now. So that's massive for me because I don't have him. But for those out there, sorry. Um, well, if you double that percentage, Chris, it would be the devil's number. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> okay. 66.6%? Sure. No. I, I get it. Um <laughs> Again, your jokes today. That's why people tune in, Chris, for these uh, statistical anomalies. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just glad I didn't stuff that phrasing. Yeah. Phrasing. Um, so so he actually will drop in price, and he'll be under 500k very shortly, but it's not going to start for another week. So it's at least two weeks until you need to get Lance in, which is great for upgrade times. When he comes back, it's going to be round seven. Like So, yep, round yep. seven. Which is awesome, and if you look at their um uh, their draw in the coming rounds, he should start tailing up at that point. Hopefully, um, which would be really really nice. So a really good upgrade time around round seven. So I'm I might actually pick him up around seven. Yep. Or maybe eight, depending on his break even. So. Well, speaking of tailing up, I hear Hanabry has the ice towel on his groin. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's um not playing again this week. So no, and yeah. that's a groin issue. And meanwhile, Kelly. From GWS, I know we're jumping a bit early. He didn't train on Tuesday. Did not train and needed to I don't, to know, if he, I don't know if he trained today. I think there's a training session today on Wednesday. So. Yeah, so uh. nah, Thursday, I think they had today off and tomorrow's the main session. So uh, if he doesn't train tomorrow again, he won't play this week. I'm upset. They must have sent you an email. Well, I, I, I it's <laughs> not gro- groin issues, just avoid them like the plague and Supercoach. Because even if they get on the park, they're unlikely to perform. Well, send him to the Bronte Beach, Chris, and I'll give him a, I'll give him a bit of a rub. Yeah, he needs that, uh, <laughs> that he needs hashtag blessed. That groin rub. Hashtag I'll give blessed. Him hashtag blessed. I'll, I'll, I'll bless that mother effing like there's no tomorrow. But, and, um, and just well, we'll get on to the GDOS game later. I think it's actually next. But um, look, overall, um, really interesting. I think that it'll be good to see, hopefully, a bounce back from Parker and Kenny. Kenny's going to be absolutely ridiculously cheap. He will be under 400k soon, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, um, maybe someone to jump on very soon. Yep. So yes. someone that we did towel on earlier, Chris Delidio. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, hasn't he gone nuts the last two weeks? He has. Um, well, he would he had a one seventeen last week, I think, and a and a one fifty three this week, which is one fifteen last week. Yep. And a one fifty three this week. So massive. I mean, look, he was the, a polish in the inner midfield that obviously lacks Kelly. Kelly, yes. So, so for those in draft, so here's here's a key example on on what to do. Um. For draft purposes, we had uh, a guy in our draft league has um, Delidio, and he's gone bang, bang. Uh, we also have another guy that's a fanatic uh, Richmond fan. So I was like, dude, you need to trade Delidio to this Richmond fan because you'll have a soft spot for Delidio, let's face it, yep. and get maximum value. Yep. For a guy that's just gone 115 and 153, 
who knows if he does a car for something next week? Like oh, he, could be, he could be. He could be probably already done one. And hasn't told anyone about it yet. Possibly. <laughs> just by just by I'm running sure around eighty percent on field, he probably's like, oh, that, was, that, that hurts. I mean, look, his his heart's got not much more to take after losing that uh, prelim last year to his oh. old rival club. Seriously, I heard after the game, the first thing he did was go to Bunnings and buy some rope. <laughs> <laughs> That's harsh, but but most likely true. And then he figured, I mean, Greater Western Sydney, so I might as well just steal the rope. <laughs> <laughs> it's no point. In Blacktown, you can get rope anywhere. <laughs> it's, it's ropeable. And paint thinners, apparently. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, We're not going there. Anyway, so look, this, sorry this game... Sorry, from <laughs> This game, GWS, should have had it locked up in a bag, um, it, only because St. Kilda couldn't even kick for goal. Um, yeah, it's it was a, it was an odd game to watch, I'll tell you that. Um, uh Honestly, St. Kilda should have won that game. I mean, if Jake Carlisle, who's supposedly oh, their best mark... Meanwhile, did you hear his excuses? Oh, I cramped before I ran for the ball. Yeah. My sure. hands... The ball's slippery. My hands are slippery. He pulled a heart muscle, he bro. Ki- he kicked it too high. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Dude, honestly. Um, I, I heard just take com- the mark. I heard his comments and I literally nearly snorted so hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's not That's a good one. Yeah, thank you. And not, not the way he prefers. <laughs> just, uh, I like my tweet actually. <laughs> we just just put that on Snapchat. Uh, that was good. Yeah, no. Uh, look, they should have won the game. As simple as that. Carlisle should have taken that mark. He should have. I don't reckon it was a free kick. No. Uh, like he. Well, yeah. Maybe. I can, I I can mean, see I, the arm coming over. If you freeze frame and his arms over there, yeah. But not, like, and it was it was after the contest. You're a not little. gonna pay, pay, take the mark. Take the take it yeah. out of the equation. Don't blame other people. I get that in a in a situation where it's the first quarter. And it's five minutes in the game. Yeah, I, I'll pay that mark. You yeah, know that my free kick. But if there was any respect to win the to game, that, and you're gonna give it to, you're gonna give him a free kick like that. That's soft. No yeah. way, mate. And no literally, way. take ownership, mate. I should have marked that ball. Don't be like blaming other people. Don't blame the ball. Yeah. Don't blame your boots. This isn't Trelaw, right? Take, Don't blame the kick coming in. A kick coming in, what, just slightly above head height. This is AFL, mate. It's just, called an effing mark. Yeah, just, like I don't, I don't get it. You're just, just nah. making up excuses. Pushing anyway. the blame. Anyway. Uh, Phil Davis was really good on on the night. Um, oh, Philly. He, he was actually the basically the the interceptor for the game, which was really good. Um, putting was, it onto Finlayson, handballing was, off to him. They were looking for Finlayson all game. It was awesome. I loved it. Davis was so smooth. We nearly called him Philadelphia Cheese. <laughs> Is that what you're going with? Come on, no, I like that. All right. Can I have my time again? <laughs> yes. Can you go again? Hashtag blessed. Yeah. And um, and yeah, he sure actually ha- started really well and then trailed. I know. Actually, no. I, I blame you. No, no, no. I blame Here's you to blame. The umpire. Okay, so this is why it was even a uh, that that mark could even happen. Um, the ball was on the half forward line, or actually, it was wing. more wing. Yeah, it's more wing. Um, uh, maybe it was Haynes who was injured anyway, who had the ball in an um, uncontested situation, uh, just taking a mark, um, and they obviously wanted to control the ball, so. He did a short chip back to Heath Shaw, who took the mark, and the umpire called play on. I reckon it was easily 20 metres, and the umpire calls play on, and Heath Shaw's like, oh, shit, I've got to get rid of the ball. Comes off the side of yeah, his boot and goes straight tackled, to a St. Kilda player. Yeah, gets tackled, just, so just gets boot. he gets a, a disposal that's obviously negative. At that point, he was on 88. I was watching the live scores. He's on 88, and he finishes on 81. So he lost seven points for that. If he goes back and then kicks that ball inside, inside 50, 50, he gets four or five points, and he's on 93. So it's a twelve point swing for that one possession. So that's why you're because so dirty. of the stupid umpire. Yeah, I was I was robable. So if you lost by twelve points and you have Heath Shaw in your team, you know who to blame. The umpires. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, whatever. Well, anyway, I, I blame Chris because at halftime he's like, oh my gosh, Shaw's doing so great. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Get yeah. on board. And yeah. I was like, damn you, Chris. Um, he still, did he score more than the other? Because um, it was really battle of the minutes. Savage had a shocker. He was on 58. And Finlayson yep. so went. So Shaw got 81, which is still more points than Hibbard. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't, can't Speaking go Speaking of which, Chris, we should probably tell the kind of people out there that Hibbard is now gone from my side. Oh, yes, he is. is he? I did. I you, turned to the dark side. You went to the, you got to get on board, the yo train. I went to the yo train. Uh, who doesn't love the yo and train? And I picked up about 50 points from that, which I thought would buy me a week with Kelly, and I was right. Yep. So I was point. no, I was really no better off, no worse off, uh, except that I still have, still have Kelly in my side at this point. Yep. Um, Finlayson yep. on 89. And look, I don't know. Okay, so I'm actually interested here. There was an interesting part of the game. Finlayson was racking up so much of the pill and disposing of it so well that they put a forward tag on him. But I'm pretty sure... I'm, just correct me if I'm wrong out there, guys. I think it was Gresham. <laughs> Gresham's... Like, Finlayson's 196 centimetres and, and Gresham's all of maybe 175, 77. Yeah, he's given up 20 centimetres on this guy and he's trying to do a forward tag roll on him. Uh, like, it's going to be interesting to see how they play Finlayson because he really is a key position back. But he's playing as that sort of third loose um, defender um, that gets off the chain, and they really look for him because his disposal's so good. So um, I'll tell you one person. Teams gonna have to put some time into. One it. person I'm looking at, Chris, is uh, Toby Green. Yeah. Uh, he scored a 55, so his price should start to drop. It will uh, drop, and, and it's going to be nice and just. Set. Well, they're versing just Brisbane set, this set, week, set, and generally oh, yeah. speaking, small forwards score well against mm-hmm. Brisbane. Uh, which is uh, something that was pointed out to us by, I think, uh, Swizzy. I'm looking forward to seeing his break-even, and uh, we'll go through that in the next pod. Yes. But um, I'm really looking forward to seeing... Uh, there is some really nice, juicy options in both forward line and midfield that I think people are going to want to take advantage of yep. this week or next week. Um, and, and especially we'll... there's some nice downgrade targets oh, as well. Oh, and some of those midfielders are just dirt cheap, so we'll get to that. Yep. Um, definitely, definitely get to that. Akers, my man, 107 again. He yeah. just keeps on keeping on. Um, and look, he My actually, boy. He, he was getting the ball a lot on the wings and half back, um, but the, the ball did spend a lot of time there um, and he was moving a ball forward. He wasn't really playing as an inside midfielder. Um, Ross had a game of uh, probably his best game of his career with a 160, um, arguably best on game, but I think Delidio's polish probably had him as best on. Um, but yeah, um, again, Akers, fantastic draft choice. I still not completely sold him for standard. But if you started with him and he's your mid-pricer, mate, you've gone, you've done well because he's pumped out some decent scores for you and he's made you a lot of cash. Um, Jack Stevens as well with a 121. I mean, he was... That kick, if it was a little bit lower, it would have been nice as well. Um, outside of that, I mean, I think uh, Robertson obviously not being there did affect them. Um, yeah, I, I heard he... Chris, I sent him an email. Oh, did you? Okay. Uh, it was a little email. Um, luckily enough, I was uh, I tried to get his phone number, Chris, and here's the reason why. Because uh, it was a very upsetting game. Um, oh, it was very upsetting, and I heard he was heartbroken. <laughs> so I wanted to give him a quick call and check that like, his, his... you know. I, I just, just imagine Robert in, like, in the in the, um, in the the hospital ward, right? What? And he's like, you know, Bert here in um, Remember the Times when they win? And he's just about yeah. to throw his arms up and he's ah. throwing them up exactly like Carlisle did, but then he dropped it. And then well, I just I, I was a bit worried, Chris, because I didn't know if he missed the game and uh, yeah, I didn't know if he was uh, up with the tempo. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, wow. You're, you're really on fire tonight. Okay, well done. Um, now, I want to highlight something. Uh, ben Long. Uh, wow. 
kicked a couple of ridiculous goals. Did you see the one where he ran around the guy on oh, the mark? Oh, so good. That, dude, that Literally, was he's insane. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, here's the mark. And then he runs in and everyone's like, oh, he's going to kick it to the, kick so it to the man on good. the mark. And then he just runs around and... Snags yep. it. Great goal. Um, that was probably one of the highlights of the week, I reckon. Oh, easily. Yeah, it's probably going to be on, on the, the goal 10. of the week. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, Jack Billings. Should we have a bit of a chat about Jack Billings? Because um, we've, we we have roasted him of late. Yeah. Is he still on your team? He is. Okay. Oh, well, he's dropped so cheap now that I might as well just keep him, to be he, honest. I'm he, not going to get any value out of him. I think, um, again, we'll have a look in the next pod, but I think he'll be about 420k now. Nice little juicy price point. Now, people have highlighted to me a couple of things, and the first one is he missed three sitters. Yep. But I, in my, in, I'm not going to defend that as a reason why he only got 85, because that's what he does, and he has perennially missed easy shots of goal for the last 18 months. He has a career um, uh, goal ratio of 40%. So, 60% of the time he misses. Every time. 60% of the time he misses every time. Um, which is actually legitimately true. Um, and even last year. So, last year he only had... It was 38. It was a worse year, but 38.5. So, it's not that much worse over his career. So, I actually see him not necessarily improving by that. Because his goal kicking's not... We were saying in the preseason, we said he would need to like increase. If he could get a goal a game as an average for him... He would go up to 98, 99 average. Yep. He's not doing that. No, he's not doing that. And it doesn't look like he's ever going to do that. No. So, are we riding off Billings? Or well, look, Chris, I think that's a little bit harsh. I think that's probably more harsh than um, Jack Noon's just finding out they drew the game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the poor guy. Uh, look, uh, he, he, here's my thing. I think oh, Billings, wow. he will have a couple of big games. So, I'm just holding on to him for now. I think there's other lines. I'm... Yeah, he he'll still he'll he's still, not your worst problem if you've he's got not, him. He's not he? my worst nah. problem. He's he was four hundred and plus k. He'll have a couple yep. of good games eventually. He'll spike up and then I might move him on later on. Yeah. But at this point in time, I'm looking at really trying to secure up that bottom end. Yep. Uh, especially uh, with you my, love to w- secure up the bottom end, don't you? I do. <laughs> I like to plug that hole. Um, <laughs> um, but no, but <laughs> um, yeah. So like I'm playing the extra forward rookie. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, yep. so if I get an opportunity, I want to throw some cash at it. Makes sense. I'd also say throw that- some cash to plug the bottom. End. <laughs> is this back? At, are we talking about Thailand again? Is this back in Thailand? <laughs> well, that, that's the only end they have. <laughs> uh, anyway, Can look, check. Um, now, I just want to say though, I also did some further research on Billings um, last year. Anyway, so he averaged ninety-seven in wins and only eighty-five in losses. So over his ninety-three average, I think he averaged last year or ninety-two and a half. He definitely averages a lot less in losses. Now, the big issue with that is I can't see... Like, looking at their draw, there's no easy game for them until they play Carlton in round 17. I've, there's not one that I would say, you're a clear favourite, St Kilda. So, again, it's just... I, I don't know if you can pick Billings. If, if, even if you're upgrading to him, I would just wait. Wait until the Saints collectively you, turn it around. I was going to say, I thought you were suggesting the kind folks out there pick up Jared. Oh, well, I mean, he was actually... <laughs> Yeah, if he could kick straight last week, he would have been a, a great great choice. But um, uh, we'll get to that in the North game. But uh, let's move on to the uh, West Coast and Carlton game. A lot closer than I thought, Chris. Yep. Um, yes, almost cl- almost as close as Gullet is to being out of my side. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone, mate. There is no way that he survives the cup this week. You burned me, buddy. You burned me big, and I'm not happy about it. Um, I well, I, I suppose by the end of the round, oh, it could be worse. You could have O'Shea getting fourteen. <laughs> it could be worse. Oh, he could have an O'Shea of a, a, a game. Oh, jeez. 
Um, you could almost uh, let him go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Garlet, um, I actually chose on field this week over Fritch, which turned out to be good. Well, I'm actually lucky that Fritch... Yeah. Well, meanwhile, uh, with the injury too, Fritz should actually come back into the side. Yeah. But it worked out well for me this week because I had Rioli getting 79. And I was oh, like, you had him as I was like, boom, I'll nice. put that emergency on my field, yeah. sir. And I liked your, uh, your post with the, with the Vader thing. So yeah. you, you took you took a balls-out approach to trading in Rioli. And do you want to go through what you thought well, of Well, basically, well, we spoke about... This is a, Willy Rioli, by the way. Yes, yeah. the old Willy. So round, um, round four, when you traded him in? Uh, round four, I traded yep. him in. Uh, I think he got like, what, 60-odd or something last week, and then... 48, but... Oh, uh, 48, okay, so... I think your options at the time were Jack right. Henry versus Rioli. Yep, and I just thought more job security. Uh, I thought they'd play him a bit closer to goal, and I thought he's you know bound to get a little bit more continuity into his body and into the game, because yep. uh, he is a first-year player, like first-year uh, first se- first playing, second-year in the system. Yep. Uh, and this week, I was very well rewarded with a 78 he got this week. So, yep. um, look, I'm just stoked. That, no way me, they're dropping him with Venables gone down, with um, with Ryan, Ryan out of the side yep. gone down. Um, there's no way that he's getting dropped. No. And he played a lot closer to goal this game. Yep. Um, look, I'm just happy. Uh, that should be really good now, those two those two positive score rounds, because yep. the first couple of games, he didn't score that well, let's face it. Yeah, and I um, think Henry, personally, I think he's gone as soon as... As soon as um, uh, I think Taylor's close. Taylor comes back, which will be this week or next week, yep. he's gone. Well, he's I know I know people dash. were saying like, oh yeah, but Henderson's still out. And I'm like, well, he wasn't in the start. Yeah, he wasn't in the side to begin with yeah. when Henderson was gone. You know, so it's more that Harry, Harry Taylor's gone out. So once he's 100%. gone back in, I think yeah, there's I issues agree. there, and I think Rioli could make me a little bit of money hopefully. Yep. So now, um, so the, the big news out of this game, of course, was uh, Paddy Cripps and Cade Simpson, who continue or, or I suppose excelled. That week, oh. a 151 for um, for Paddy Cripps was massive. I hate that because I I don't have Paddy. Me either. So no. I wanted um, him. I should have got him. Oh uh, look, you know. uh, I, again, Hoda I was throwing up. Put a should have Throwing they were he was the same price as Parker. Yeah, I went, I went, I went uh, beams instead of Crips because uh, they're the same price. You so know, I could, I, I could have traded Crips in this week for 530k and I didn't. Ooh. So I, I, look, that's a mis- I, I don't know if it's necessarily a mistake long term. But right now, that's a 70.5 point swing. Um, so, yeah, it hurt. Um, but, you know, whatever. We move on. But that's also the, the biggest game Cripps has had in a while. Yeah, and, so. and I thought, okay, so with Nick Nat, and he did dominate the hitouts again. Um, but he obviously still is not up to that game time uh, of that we want. Yeah. yeah, I sent you a message today. I was watching uh, Game Day, I think it is, on the weekend. Yeah. Um, so I was just watching a rerun today, actually. And Rip. Nick Nat, Nick Nat went on the show, and he was saying that he's been basically playing 50 to 60 minutes Game time, right? Mm-hmm. So that went up. I think he played 60% game time on the weekend. Uh, but he was saying that I've been doing 50, 60 minutes of game time, but in within the next two weeks, he expects it to go to 90 minutes yep. of game time. Interesting. Yeah, 100%. Um, so uh, Taylor, who's our um, uh, T-Swizz, um, uh, regular on the pod and on the Facebook and, and Twitter, um, he actually was at the game day uh, recording that day and met um, Nick Nat. He also met um, Daisy Pierce. Um, and had a conversation with him about different things in the game and stuff. So, good uh, shout out to you. We there's some photos there that he sent. Oh through, yeah, and uh, cool. apparently uh, Cox uh, is an absolute asshole. <laughs> Mason Cox. Yeah, didn't want to give him. Uh, I think only had, had time for one. He did one autograph. How yeah. soft is well, that? No, you are, I, Chris. He's wearing Chris, a Richmond jersey Chris, in there. He doesn't, doesn't care. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. <laughs> 
He is an American that's a piss poor athlete. Let's face it, right? You what? sign one autograph and then you leave. Nah, nah, not good enough, mate. Not nah, good enough. Not we are not I'm blessing. All, I'm all for. I'm all for him snubbing the Richmond Literally, faithful. We are not blessing your cotton. <laughs> we are not blessing your cotton socks, my friend, because as far as I'm concerned, your beans have sprouted too high already. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Simpson again, just taking oh. cheap ball. He had 30 kicks from 31 possessions. It's ridiculous. Um, just cheap ball. Like they didn't even care. Honestly, no one made him up. No one cared because they, their ball movement was stagnant. And that's the second big score from Simpson. Yeah. Huge. Um, and look, they put in effort, Carlton. Like, don't get me wrong. I just think that they're just not good enough. They're not at that level that they want to be. They've got all these players that are performing to an okay standard, but they, they're stars. I mean, even Cripps, it, it was not really... I wouldn't say he was best on ground for the day. I'd say he had a great game. I wouldn't say it was best on ground material. I would say Simpson had a great game, not best on ground. Realistically... Andrew Gaff is having the best year that he's had, and I'm going to put my hand up and say, well, in the I, preseason, he, well, he wasn't I was, running. He wasn't yep. even running in the preseason. Yep. Um, they and gave him a rest. Maybe that's all he needed. Maybe he was just so banged up, but they just he just needed a bit of rest. He's playing more inside midfield, so he's not on the wing anymore, getting those cheap uncontested possessions that we chatted yeah. about in the preseason. He's around the ball, getting clearances. Um, and I think that's a, a real dynamic shift of well, what we thought. I also think it's probably also partly because um, the people we thought, like so, Dom Sheed and Redden, mm-hmm. they're actually hopeless. <laughs> so literally, well, they, you know well, what? But it's they, they, new... they have not lifted. So I... now Gaff, the experienced man, is on the inside. I agree. Of the There's two reasons why I'd say that, and I'd also say that um, Sheed and Redden, their ball use has been deplorable. And Gaff is the complete opposite. He can actually use the ball quite well. So when they're spreading from stoppages, it's it's get the ball in Gaff's hands, um, which I really like. And that obviously they're using that to their advantage. Well, I got Sheed um, and Shuey as well. I got Sheed in my draft side, mate. And at the moment, he's, he's just... more like Don Sheed. <laughs> Don Sheed, literally. <laughs> Change your spelling, bro. Um, yeah, and look, Redden's not going any better. Um, they've now got Yo around the ball as well. Um, interesting stats about Yo that I love is that he's basically play- you're not going to get him as a defender next year, I don't think. Because he's basically playing full-time midfielder, um, which is great. Uh, same as Robbie Gray, I think. Yeah. Although, so, depending, he might get forward mid eligibility. I reckon this week you'll find Robbie Gray paying full forward. Well, I think I, he I will because uh, Jacobs will be yeah. trying to hunt him if down. I'm, if, if I'm Ken Hinckley, I'm saying my best midfielder is going to get shot. He, I don't reckon Gray can work through a tag like a... Uh, a, a regular midfielder. Well, Ollie Wines could probably bully his way yeah, through exactly something. Right. You know, yeah. so if 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 Gray goes forward, then Ollie Wines will just outmuscle. Actually, Jacobs. And they've been missing a bit of scoring power with with uh, Gray being in midfield. So I would like to see him move forward this week. That might suck for the team, uh, for Supercoach teams or Supercoach guys at home like myself, or he might go good, but. Well, I would have loved to have seen Sam Powell Pepper just come and take out Jacobs. <laughs> I mean, I heard he struck out and failed to take out that lady he hit up. But, uh... <laughs> Look, okay. So we don't really know the story. We just, like, but apparently there's footage of it. Yeah, I saw uh, a What did he do? He hit on a girl, grabbed her ass or something? Like, what was the actual... What I, think, actually I think he was being very adamant that she was amazing and that she should come home with him and she seemed to only get a half a bar. <laughs> so, it, so, half a bar of it, but... So, um, uh, Obviously, it, out on the Terps and, and Highland Street. I don't know. Street. She must. She must have obviously made a complaint or something rather, because <laughs> at the time it didn't look like she was that unimpressed. But he was drunk and very forward, uh, probably too forward. But I mean, literally, it's because he's a football player. You have higher standards, Chris. If you go out to the Valley or uh, to Kings Cross or something rather, I mean, let's face it, you're probably not going to see Heath Shaw and Coniglio at the Cross. But um, nah, I mean, but you will find Dane Swan on King Street. So I mean, like, I just, I don't like, I don't know. I don't get it. I like, I, I get that it, it's there's some inappropriateness in behaviour, and especially you know, drunk males coming onto you know girls who are also drunk. But 
I mean, it's that's kind of what happens everywhere you go when you go out. But it's not appropriate, Chris. That's what we're trying to say. Oh, okay, cool. Do you know what I mean? We're, yeah. No, yeah. I get it. You have I, to cherish your women. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, you just, I am just a king of getting rejected, so I just usually wipe down <laughs> the first effort. Chris settles after the first one that likes him. Anyway, um, look, let's let's go through the rest of it. Paddy Down, not too bad. I think with Murphy out, he could actually score fairly well. I only got a 70, but still better than the other ones. Yep. So I think he will improve with Murphy out. Zach Vischer. Zach Vischer. Zach Vischer, Vischer is proving the, that he's a not oh, a bad mid price. Well, he was getting the uh, the old handball receives off oh, Paddy yeah. Cripps. Oh, he, yeah. was, he was the handball receive king. Well, he's, he's good at good on the spread, uh, old Zachy, and um, oh. <laughs> I know from you, personal yeah. experience. Chris wants to eat that spread. <laughs> um, and Kurnow again, uh, the model of consistency with Kurnow scoring is pretty good. Are you right now hating the fact that Petraka is actually a trap? And oh, he is 100%, Kurnow, a, he is 100% a trap, and uh, I can't remember what our bet was for this one, but I'm pretty sure I won't like it. Well, I think Kurnow's lower score has been 84 for this season. Or something like that. Like, that was not a bad pick for someone who's been, yeah. you know. Petrarca, he, he, it's funny, because he looks good, but he's all going no bang. So, uh, <laughs> anyway. either way, everyone did pretty well, except for Gullet. I yep. think that's the summary oh, of the, the game. Well, he was a negative seven at halftime, Gullet. Good on you, good on you, Gullet. That, that, yeah, that takes, that takes real effort, actually. So, yeah, it takes effort to spud up that much. I mean, oh. only Yo can do something so Well, meanwhile, spudish. my tipping was atrocious this week. I haven't even checked I actually my thought the Bulldog, I, I, right. I thought Bulldogs were a bit free well, that's a silly... That's stupid. No, well, I don't like Fremantle, so you know what? Like, anyway, they proved me wrong. Uh, again, I tipped Port Adelaide over Geelong, and... Um, I think everyone has a, a oh. knowledge about football probably tipped Port Adelaide. No, a, f- a few people tipped against. Really? Go figure. Yeah, I thought Port Adelaide's attack was too strong. I thought Geelong's defence was too weak, uh, and I got shown up. Well, and they're playing in Adelaide, and, and it's another 10% on Port Adelaide. Paddy Danger, as we said, would go fairly well. Didn't tail up as much as we thought, but still 135, solid score. Took a little bit to get into the game, but I think he was on 10 by about the 20 minutes into the first quarter, and then he kicked a, a contested mark and kicked a goal. Ended up on 37 at, at quarter time. Um, I, I really want him to go big, and it, it hurt me this week because... Um, I was I had real strong faith that this week would be a week that I would be able to set myself aside from the competition by VCing uh, Dangerfield because I had a loophole that no one else could use. Yep. Backfired very heavily because Fife, Fife went big. Went big. And if Fife didn't go big, people would have been taking Tom Mitchell or Dusty Martin 100%. Yeah, and they exactly would have, right. And they would have failed And that would have worked yep. for me re- Incredibly well, us, well. Us, I actually yeah. had the VC on Danger as well. The other so. thing that happened as well is that a lot of people took uh, took VC, uh, VC on Fife, but they didn't have a loophole option. And then with Fritch um, going out, meant oh, they had a yeah. loophole last minute. So again, I mean, look, it's probably it's sixteen points. It's not the end of the world. But I was hoping that I'd get a one fifty from Danger, and then most of the other options would go around one ten, one twenty, and that would be the marker. I'd I'd, I'd make a lot. Also got to remember that Danger's still not in a lot of sides. Nope. So a 135 from him or a 150 from him would have been actually an extra 80 points or an extra 100 points because not many people have him just on their field. So, um, yeah, it was it was I was a bit upset that he didn't go big, but I did take his VC. Yep, same um, here. I'm making the 135. We had yep. uh, some people ask through as well. They were asking, oh, should I trade somebody just so I can loophole Fife? Mm-hmm. Which doesn't make sense. You either plan for your loophole, like literally, if you have, if you know that, why put a VC on someone if you can't loophole them? Yeah, you know I mean otherwise, just put, be put, otherwise put it on Laird or someone on a Friday, knowing that you are able to loophole them if they go big. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? Some people just forget, and there's a time issues and things like that, and I get that. That's that's fine, but 
Um, I, I would never be an advocate of trading someone out of your team to get a loophole unless it was a massive... Unless it was gainer. a final or something. Well, yeah, unless you, know. you needed to win it. unless Or unless it was like a, like a 200. Yeah, yeah like if, okay. if you if you're gonna gain yeah, 80 and then to one of those fringe, one of, of your fringe players, you know, like Fritz or something, yeah. you're like catch you later. So, but um, I mean, this week was a bad thing because people were saying, oh well, do I trade out? I'll trade out Fritz for uh, Guelphie or something like that. Or yeah, and I think um, I think the reason you actually beat me this week is because you had the uh, Robbie Gray as well. Yeah, so I mean, Robbie Gray was the other part of that trade, which ended up really making a balancing back for me. it out. Yeah, um, one thirty-seven was absolutely fantastic from Gray, coming off a one forty-five. Um, it's now going to be tough to get him in. That score with his low... I think he had a break even about 81 or something similar. Um, he's now going to be high 500s. Uh, I don't think he's going to be 600 just yet. No, but I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting. Yeah. Uh, I think hopefully maybe he does try and play midfield and or has a poorer score playing predominantly forward. Yeah. Maybe he'll get 90 or 80 or something like that. But if he's averaging 110 as a, as a forward... Yeah, uh, I'm, you, still, you, I'm doing after buy. Even somehow if pay, even if somehow you've got to get him in. Yeah. Because you're going to... You're, you're, now, he hopefully after, after buy. buy after buy, I'm paying it. I'm paying it after buy. And look, he traditionally comes out with a forty every now and then, right? Like, yep. I mean, he's. Well, he's done I'm that hoping before. he plays predominantly forward. Uh, the rest of Port Adelaide just towel up north. Could be and this week. He doesn't. So, he doesn't do that much. So um, I'll be. In, I'm watching with uh, eagerness this week to see what he can pull out. Um, Ebert did a. Uh, I think he did a run run with roll. Um, I'm not sure who he ran with, uh, but. Uh, Selwood got cleared, which was good. So yep. Oh, except I had Scott Selwood in draft who got knocked out. So ah, I'm but like the oh, and Lindsay Thomas. Like here's the thing. I had a bit of a rampage earlier. I I don't like Lindsay Thomas. I'm not. I'm publicly. That's fine. I'm okay with that standpoint. I, I'm not happy with the things he's done in the past. Yep. But I think I have seen a few media things as well. Like you know, Lingy and these guys calling him a grub. Uh, grub act, he's a grub, blah, blah, blah. And it happened. I actually didn't it, think it was that bad. It wasn't. <laughs> it, it happens, it wasn't, and it's because it was Lindsay Thomas. And actually, for the first time in my life, I actually felt sorry for Lindsay Thomas because he apologised last night, you know I mean, after he got done, yep. and I actually kind of felt sorry for him. i, I got to admit, I, like, seeing it live, I was like, oh, okay. I didn't realise that it was so... Like, he went low. Yeah, he like, just copped him. He just copped... Like, it's not... Like, they both went low... And Lindsay Thomas was in a position that was advantageous to knock it down. Yeah. Essentially, yes, he went for the man, and I, I got, but um, that's that's footy. Like, don't you, sometimes you do go to go for the man, get get the ball into a, a space or a position that you can maybe benefit your team. Like that, that happens all the time. People shepherd off the shepherd the ball all the time. It just unfo- was unfortunate that um, Scott Selwell was in a vulnerable position. Usually. In that sort of situation, when both people are going for the ball, you wouldn't have Scott in that p- physical position. So I don't think that Lindsay like saw his head and went, "I'm going to go smack into him." It just, "I'm going to go win this ball. I'm going to, I'm going to take a bump. And I'm going to go low," and he just k- hit him high. Like, yeah, I don't I, think I, it was malice. I think he was less vulnerable it's, than having Boner on your side. <laughs> That's true. Because let's face it, he's going out. Uh, if you've Pittard's, got him, he's gone. Pittard's he's, back in uh, two that, weeks. Not this weekend, the one after. you got to trade him for Mira or you got to go up. Uh, there's there's options with Bonner, but he's done. He's done for the year. Yep. I, again, I think he's he, going to be gone this week anyway. He's, he's had his explosion and now he's um, back in the pants. Yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's done done for the but, year, mate. Um, look, look Menegola, uh, Ablett out. So, you know, doing again. pretty good things. 121, so... You know, uh, all of that being said, you know, Silwood Danger still in there. So, uh, look, not a bad game from him. Reece well, Stanley. Duncan had a, had a really light game as well. Uh, was turning the ball over quite a bit from my view. Well, I heard uh, uh, Reece Stanley sent uh, Paddy Ryder a text saying uh, thanks for being injured. 
<laughs> Did he really? Uh, yeah, well, you know, Stanley got a 98, and he's okay. like, I haven't had this much uh, height difference and free range in a while, so... Yeah, they're, they're really suffering without um, oh, without Ryder, aren't Fogarty, they? Fogarty, again, just haunts me every week, yep. Chris. Parfit rewarding people that um, that uh, got him in. So oh, he was actually... 94. He spurted late in yeah. this game. He wasn't looking that great, and then must have been one of the differences, I believe, in the game, because yep. he, he spiked late. He was sitting on he not was. many points. Are we putting a line through uh, Kuniko as an option for a trade-in this week? He's on the bubble. So he's Ooh. had a score of 109 and a 60. So he will have a low break-even, but he is 188k as a midfield-only player. Are we uh, saying a no to It's Kuniko? a 50-50 because that, that 100 game will drop out pretty early. That's the problem. Um, the only foreseeable reason, uh, I don't know when Ablett's back either, P.S. Uh, yep. I think Constable could be coming in possibly soon. Yep. I think he's been impressing. That's true. Um, so he's one I'd to watch out I'd be surprised if he doesn't I'd be, uh, debut this week. Me too. I, I'm with you there. So uh, it would have helped if Selwood was out, uh, Joel. But yeah. um, but with Scott look, out, I think that Charlie well, Constable will come in. Do you reckon Scott will be out? Yep. Bugger. No way he's playing this week. Yeah. That's fair enough. Give yep. him give him a rest, the poor sod. Um, <laughs> but yeah, oh, Fogarty just haunts me. Uh, look, I think if you still have uh, Brayshaw or something, although he might have actually done all right this week. So look, I don't know. It's a 50-50 one. Some of those ones you get right, he might come out with another 100 and then you look like a genius. Yeah. Or if he gets a 40, you're like, why? Why did I trade in Bonner? I True. mean, sorry, the other guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> are you going to put your hand up and say that you stuffed up with Wingard or are you just going to keep that train running? Oh, no, he, he's done. 45? He, he's done. He looks lazy. <laughs> he looks he looks spent. And he looks like he's out of steam. Chris, I'll tell you the issue. <laughs> okay. And this is some very good insight. You heard this here first on Supercoach Insider, uh, SC underscore Insider underscore on Twitter, uh, just quietly. <laughs> I blame Motlop. Yeah? Motlop has taken his lazy, donut-ass-eating <laughs> attitude over to Port Adelaide. That's probably true. And then you get Jack Watts in there, and he's like, nah. You know, There's you, a lot you, of lazy you, players you, at the moment. You need to bleach your hair, bro. You need to, you yeah. know, you need to be a number one pick and do nothing. But literally, these boys... I reckon have had an influence on Winger because he doesn't want to do anything. Yeah, there's a lot of laziness in the Port Adelaide side at the moment, and um, well, it's if they don't turn up early, and you can tell if they're on, they're on really early, and they can really punish you. But Port just have a, a habit lately of just turning off in games. They they believe their own hype, and yeah. that, that pains me to say they have so much talent. They won the first few games. And then they've kind of got, oh, our team's pretty good. we got some pretty good guys here. You know, we're going to be Shoot top in. four. Yep. And then next minute, bang, bang, you know, you're not that grash hot. Yeah. I mean, you're not that good looking. Um, you know, you can't <laughs> turn you, you can't turn left. I don't know if you... I'm not an amputee. I can't <laughs> turn left. Did you know, though, that Geelong are actually six? So that's one spot behind Collingwood on the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> and Port Adelaide are seventh or something, you know. Seventh oh, actually, eight. I don't even think they're in the top eight anymore. Well, they were maybe before the game. Yeah, so I don't know. yeah. I think they're actually eight, ninth or 10th. Oh, I can't believe you just put that in there. <laughs> That's atrocious. There's at least three more times I could um, put it in. Anyway, so look, apart from that, I mean, Westhoff had another good game. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much about it. Yeah, yeah Ratatouille got a 70. Ratatouille. Um, Did, so that's, that's actually what the commentators are calling him. Oh, like, really? <laughs> no, no um, it's Ratagouli uh, or something. No, I don't know. I can't they're, say They're really pronouncing it completely incorrectly, and I'm like, oh, this is just hilarious to just keep, keep it going, though. But I still can't believe um, Smith can't get in the side. Yeah? Again. Which one? Smith? Zach Smith. Oh yeah, no, I don't know what's happening there. He's toast. There's, there's got to be something happening behind closed doors. Oh, it must be. Around. I think they've, I think they've sent him best back. Ruckman. I think they've sent him back to the Gold Coast, mate, as a, with a refund. Oh, there, there's got to be, <laughs> there's got to be something that's like a hidden club suspension. So maybe he got done for drugs, um, or something similar. And I think I'm confident 
they got a strike or something like that and the club was aware of it because you know how there's you know, X amount yeah, of strikes hush, hush and- but the club finds out at X strike so oh, it's yeah. like the one before they okay you gotta get you, you're gonna get banned yeah um or, I reckon that's what's happened. I, like, that's the only thing I can think of. Or he's injured. And then they kind of go, well, when he comes back in and goes, oh, yeah, no, he's been injured for six weeks. Cl- it's like, what? Well, to be honest as well, I mean, clubs are right now really annoying me with the fact that they are not being um, discretionary with their injury details. So GWS with um, with Lobb and Kelly, yeah. that cost me at least 140 points when I look back on it. Because if I had done Gray to, um, sorry, Kelly and Lobb to Gray and uh, Parker the week before... I would have been another 140 points up. Well, that's 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 Leon Cameron's fault. Their whole purpose in life, Chris, is not to inform you, no, the supercoach player. No, it is. 100%. They should be. We're supercoach insider. They should be telling us that. Right. All right. Well, let's move on. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the game I got completely wrong. Uh, yep. Fremantle and the Dogs. The Dogs were just... Frio went Frio, and you went, you went the Dogs. Well, the Dogs won the week before, and I thought, mm. you know what? Here's a bit of fight back, Chris. And I wasn't confident that Fremantle could kick a winning score... Mm. And boy, was I wrong because all they did was win, 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 no matter what. what? <laughs> I got money on my name. I don't want to give it up. Oh, yeah, Fife, right, cool. 151. Yep, absolute gun. Oh, lo- hey, hey, loved him dominating. You know, yep. for, what, 42 disposals or something crazy. Love, I love seeing Fife dominate. Yep. That's Not when I have the VC on danger when yeah. they're playing, though. But look, yeah, I'm still happy because, and I'm still even laughing of the people that traded him out week one. Oh, man. <laughs> if you traded out Fife, you just need a lesson in football. You don't deserve. Actually, you oh. could probably stop listening to this podcast because we don't like you. If you got rid of <laughs> if, if you got rid of like a Lambert and then he's come back and had two good weeks of like what one twenty ish. Yeah, in I, a can, row? I can kind of understand that because even we said at the end, I'm like, well, you traded him yeah. to me and I took well, the gamble. We even said, yeah, you got to, you kind of got to get rid of him because he like it, there's low and there was forty nine low and oh, he yeah. had like two or three in a row of that really tough bad score. Five, so. you don't get rid of a five. No, you don't. Anyway, he killed it. Wilson again, another good score, leading the league for meters gained, um, which is really really cool. So um, look, they are getting it in his hands. Um, I'm actually just impressed that he's turning those into scores because remember how we said preseason low possessions but high meters gain. That's that's Wilson's yeah. nutshell. He's still doing that. This but is me in a nutshell. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're oh so, I'm so in a nutshell. This? It's so nutty. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, look, it's turning into points, which I'm really keen on. Um, unfortunately, it's coincided with uh, Luke Ryan not getting nearly as much, but. Well, um, 92, not 92 so bad. serviceable. I'm not Don't upset about it. Um, Walters kicked five goals. I think, yes. And he only, but he only got, uh, what did he get, 98? I was so. actually, I, I was like, when I saw this, because I wasn't watching the live scores, uh, he was just absolutely killing it. Kicks five goals. I'm like, oh, must be a huge like game. Like 130. But 130 huh. 98. Damn it. <laughs> I was upset. Well, to be fair, I think Fremantle have been a little inconsistent in the past. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they're, at the moment, you got five Mundy, Neil, Walters, Ryan. These boys are being pretty consistent. Yep. The stalwarts of, of, of Fremantle are playing well, and the young kids are, are doing very good roles. Now, what I'd really like to say, a complete flip from a preseason, is that I actually am enjoying watching Fremantle play. They look fresh. They look inspired. They've got these young kids. They're not stale and boring and stagnant. They're running with... You know, the, the, the guys that are playing their roles are playing them to an absolute T. You've got Fife dominating. You've got Sandy tapping down and playing every game so far, which is unheard of. Um, yeah, I'm liking watching Frio play. Yep. Like, it's exciting. Uh, I think that you also know that there's an issue with the dogs when Caleb Daniel top scores. Yeah, that's definitely... Uh, the only guy on 100. <laughs> um, but look, I think... And Bontempelli, again, uh, 79. Yep. Chris, so definitely didn't break his uh, break even. Uh, um, McRae, unfortunately, I think he was tagged for a large part of the game. He still got 98, though. Had a run with, with, um, with Banfield. So... Yep. Yeah, he got 98, and he's had a couple of low weeks, which, um, unfortunately, I think he sub sub 100 twice in a row. But, 
Um, I still think he'll go well for the year. I'm uh, hoping he I'm averages about you. 110. I'm with you. I'm actually excited by McRae. Uh, yep. It looks like he's really taken the next step. Uh, Bontempelli, oh, who knows what, what was happening there. So much talent, so much talk. It's like... Literally, you put the V8 in like a Toyota Corolla, and then all of a sudden you find out that it's got no motor. <laughs> that's true. You know what I mean? Like, where's where's this energy? Where's this torque? Where's this flair? Where's this guy that's meant to be one of the best guys in the league? Well, he's been played out of position, 100%. He's just fizzling down. That's that's Bevo at his finest, just playing his best but midfielder they're not, they're out of position. Winning. They're not winning. So yep. get him in the midfield 100%. I, and at least that way, if you're not winning, you can kind of go, okay, well, the team's not doing great. Yeah, it's just, uh, to be honest, I, I, I don't understand the idea of, the guy that can win you the games, get him at the ball. Get him at the contest. Get him where it's going to impact he's you most. He's so good with his hands and awareness. Yeah. He's like a Pendlebury. He's literally. better when... Okay, so he's not as good when you when you, he's permanent full because he gets a, a really good defender who's as tall as him. Yeah. When he's uh, midfield pushing forward and he gets a mismatch in a marking contest, that's when he's really effective. Yeah, when he kind of pushes forward How and someone's like, I know like, oh. that. I know that. You know that. Everyone in the world can well, see that, but Bevo chooses he, to Bevo play Bevo can't him. see it because he's so small, he can't even see over the dash. Yeah, that makes sense. Classic Bevo. Yeah. His, his long hair is getting in the way. He needs to brush it out all the time. Literally, I'll go to the vet, mate. Give it a trim. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Toby McLean hit a brick wall uh, as big as me. <laughs> I'm not that big. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously with a 72, come back down to earth, thank God. Well, if it was like you, Chris, you should have just bounced. You should just bounce right off that Yeah, exactly ball. right. You just keep going, yeah. yeah plenty, or plenty drive cushion. a train through it. There <laughs> <laughs> is plenty of cushion. Plenty of cushion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the English continues to impress with a 76. Oh, that's another one I got wrong. Seriously. Yep. English. Yeah, that's a big regret. Oh, big regret. I was expecting, him, made to, I was expecting him to move on cash. and Boyd would come in and take the ruck, but... Yep. Yep, no. Norn continues to uh, make more cash at 62 and the disappointing one for the week for me on my field was Richards uh, in danger of being dropped this week in my opinion and I don't know if I can hold him uh, we'd love to see his break even after this week uh, he probably still would have made 20 to 30k from the game but I reckon he's probably got a break even of around 40 um, so it'll be interesting to see once uh, the break evens come out but we'll go through that in the next pod and uh, and highlight that all for you yep Outside um, of that, I mean, you've I think got that's about it for that game, really. Banfield obviously still scoring well. Yes. Um, and uh, Brayshaw got like Brayshaw, a 62. Better, better uh, for him. Serviceable. Serviceable, but, but I moved him on this week, so yeah. see you later. I wouldn't be upset if you trade him out. Actually, uh, Coffield, I think, was on like 40-odd at half time, and then yep. he got 62 for the game, so I was a bit upset with that. Yeah, Coffield's but, uh, a bit of an odd one because um, he gets a lot of the ball, but it's all uncontested, and then he passes the ball backwards, which doesn't score points. And then people are like, why isn't Coffield scoring more? All of his, I think I well, checked but if, Hurley, but if Hurley does it, Hurley gets like 30 bloody points, mate. Yeah, but Hurley also gets points for spoils and points for tackles. And I, I I'll tell you what, Caulfield is basically like... He nearly spoiled my appetite, mate. He nearly, <laughs> cost, nearly cost me the game, I tell you what. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, right. let's go North and Hawthorne. What an upset. Uh, before this game, so we're playing some poker, as uh, Chris had mentioned. Chris, yep. how much were you down in the end? <laughs> Did we even no, I, was, I was only down 180. I wasn't down like a huge amount. Really? Anyway, one other guy was down like 300. I swear to God. Oh, really? Nathan. Yeah, Nathan oh, put a lot in. Anyway. Go uh, on, Nathan. But so we were discussing this beforehand. In draft, I had to get rid of somebody. I said, dude, do I get rid of Dunkley or do I get rid of Benny Brown? Both I got off the waiver. Pretty easy. Uh, Chris is like, dude, get rid of Ben Brown. He's a spud. And I was like, so I got rid of Dunkley. Well, I just did. <laughs> okay, so here's my thought don't process. Trust, don't trust Chris. Just saying, uh, Hawthorne crumbled, but... Their defensive setup has been amazing all year, so it's not a bad thing to say. And he didn't really. I don't think Ben Brown's going to go that well. And he didn't kick a goal after half time. Yeah, so I'll give you that. But Benny Brown, another hundred. They they just capitulated. The first half of football oh. was like they were running around. Which is so hats. bad. 
So bad. It was insane. And then they um, just decided to turn it up in the second half. One of the most impressive games, I think, from Cunnington. Uh, actually, really liked as oh, well. well. I mean, he got silver service on a platter from Goldstein. Oh, I so. thought Goldstein had a great game. Yeah. Do- it doesn't reflect when he gets to 77, but yeah. he was dominating. Yeah. Uh, I think it, it honestly comes down to the... I think if that was someone else, I think it was, if that was a Max Gorn... Yep. And not Goldie. because I he I did think, much around the ground. That was his thing. No, but do you know what I mean? How sometimes if, if a player's in favour... Because there is still that human element slightly. I don't, yeah, I mean, look, last what we love Supercoach and I love Supercoach too. But yeah, I hundred percent reckon that Champion Data guys in the stats box. Yeah. Well, if they have them, they in see head. a slight thing, and they, if certain players they get the yeah. towards they advantage get, they get compared the slight to the, compared yeah. to yeah, they yeah. get over the line compared to under the line. Yeah. Uh, Just like a it, dusty mark. If it's someone in favour, he does a half tackle and he gets to the points. Whereas someone could do a full three sixty. Or, or in the last couple of weeks, they don't have them in their team. Maybe so, like, yeah. oh, let's bring his price down. But we're just just on that. Nah. So in terms of a tackle to be registered in Supercoach, you either have to uh, take the player to ground and, and cause a stoppage, uh, affect the disposal. So if they get an effective disposal to a teammate, that's not counted as a tackle. Yeah, um, but if like he's or sure, stripped them of the well, ball. he's sure. Yeah, basically, just got his foot onto it, which went to their their teammate. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah, that's an effective tackle. Exactly right. So if you affect the actual t- uh, disposal of the ball, if you uh, take them to the ground to cause a stoppage, or if you strip them of the ball, that's an effective tackle. If you tackle them and they still handball it off to a uh, player or kick it to a player, um, their player, of course, yeah. um, then it's it's not considered a tackle at all. Mm. So I mean, it's in- just interesting to note that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Zebel were playing a lot forward. Uh, actually, had a good game as well. Yeah, so. I mean, I mean, in the in that forward line, as a third tall forward, um, with his speed, his aggression, his contested marking, I think he's a fantastic third tall forward. Yeah, I so. do. I do feel sorry for uh, Sean Higgins. I think he just had a new yeah. baby child and. And apparently this week it just feels like he's uh, put the child on the merry-go-round. I think just spinning around in circles. Yeah, so it was really actually it was quite sickening to see. Um, I, I, I don't think it was a suspension. Um, just, just. To, for Burton, I don't, no, I, don't I watched it as well. I think he, you know, there was a shoulder there, but he almost kind of. He, I actually think Burton was more like stationary. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like he kind of went there, kind of went for the bump, and kind of stopped. And yep. Higgins's momentum has taken him into him, and then head clash. But he even kind of put his hands up afterwards. He kind of like stopped. Yeah, it wasn't. It's was like freeze frame. He didn't run through him. No. he stopped at him. Yeah. So, so I think he showed a slight duty of care. Yeah, definitely. Uh, even then, the the Hawthorne they asked them for a comment, and they weren't actually upset by it or anything. I mean, uh, North Melbourne, sorry, were asked yeah. to comment. And they're, so they're, they're like, no, we're it's fine football. with it. We're fine with it. We're, our only concern was with um, Sean and, and to make health, sure he's yeah. okay. Yeah, and that's fine. It's going to happen in football. But what I'd like to say is that if that was, uh, and this this was said on Triple M, and I saw it on Twitter, if that was Lindsay Thomas making that bump, he would have got three weeks. That's that's this that's what I mean about well, yeah. why they saw you know, everyone remonstrating and everyone like such a dog act and blah blah. I don't think it was. But if if he does that to Higgins, the exact same person, but it's the exact same situation, but it's Lindsay Thomas. Yeah, one hundred percent. Lindsay Thomas is getting suspended. It, it, they do favour or look. You sound like Wayne. You sound like Wayne Curry, mate. I can't stand it. I'm anymore. just. I, I honestly believe that though. Yeah, it's silly, but it's true. Uh, talk about silly, Sicily. Oh, and this again. This is <laughs> annoying. One twenty three. Chris messages me going, "Hey, don't doesn't it suck? Don't you hate not having Sicily in your side?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do regret it." And Next then minute. after the game, like Sicily has been going to the tribunal, tribunal, like, oh and it's suspended for a week. And I'm like, "Hey, Chris, I slightly feel less uh, less bad now not having Sicily in my side." So. Yeah. Well, look, I'm I'm happy that I got in this week because he gave and, me some good points. And kudos to some of you boys and. Uh, you know, giving Chris a little bit of flack, posting pictures of tampons and stuff on the website. You <laughs> in know, the, in, in for one, one out, out for three. three. <laughs> yeah, um, yep, good so banter. Good fair banter. call. Fair call. Fair call. Um, and look, to, uh, look. I the, here's the thing with that. Again, it's because it's Sicily that he got a week. 
So there is um, two other cases of stomping. Um, one, um, Chris one, was Chris was doing fresh Aries there too, by the way, in quotation yeah, marks. Yeah, sorry, stomping. You can see what I'm doing. Um, that have ever been recorded. One was Will Minson, and he got a week, and he li- you literally see him stomp, like forcibly stomp. The most accurate one to this was uh, Corey Enright, and you see him just like step on him and intentionally step on a, a player, a Carlton player, and um, he got a fine. So Corey Enright got a fine for literally the exact same thing. So you're, so you're saying that even though there shouldn't be any scaling, there was a flog meter? Yeah, 100%. And uh, this is the most interesting part of all of this is that the, the tribunal hearing uh, didn't start for 40 minutes because they were discussing the implications with Sicily behind closed doors. So they literally took Sicily behind closed doors to talk about what they wanted to do before they actually went and did the hearing just so Sicily would plead guilty and they would give him a week. So I don't know what was said there, but he think, could have yeah. argued. I, don't know, I reckon that he would have got off if he argued it. Yeah, it was but pretty for much whatever between, reason. It was like severe misconduct or whatever it was, or like you know minor. So I, one was a fine, I one don't was know, a week. I, I think, don't know why they didn't argue it. I think because you said, could bring that footage out and say this was a fine. Yep, but twelve I think, months ago. I think behind closed ago. doors are saying we don't want we don't want this to be repeated. So yep. we need to make an example of you. We're going to give you one week. If you don't, your challenge is still going to get a week. Or if, if, if we, or even we can't even give you a fine because then the AFL will appeal it and say this is a bad look. Well, so I'm, who knows? Which is fine, but I just don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like he literally rolled over and took one. I don't know why, and I'd love to know that conversation. But yeah, to me, it was just overkill. Yeah. Anyway, Sicily out for anyway, a week. Done for a week. Unlucky. Um, uh, at least the Selwood owners will be grateful, and Lindsay Thomas still gets uh, another week as well for punching Selwood, even though Selwood gets yeah, off he gets for, four weeks. Yeah. yeah so well, yeah, not like anyone's going to miss that one. Yeah. Uh, I thought Robbie Tarrant played it like an unreal game. I think he had at seventeen marks or something stupid. Yeah, he was. Um, he was very cleaning dominant. up everything behind the ball. Very very dominant. Uh, yep. Gunston had another fairly good game. Uh, not as good as uh, Luke Bruce, who you picked up. I picked him up on the on the Off on the, the waiver on in draft. So and I was like, Chris, he got like the best game he's had all year. He's had like 80, 80, 80. He got like a one thirty or forty. I'm like, that's never gonna happen again. It's just because um, Cyril and uh, Popolo are out of the team, so he's gonna be a, a larger target moving inside four fifty. Actually, that makes more sense. Yeah, that's, all, that's the only you, reason why yeah, I picked him up. Go. Look at that logic. Who would have thought that a guy that studies super coach as much at, as I do knows what he's talking look about? Look at that logic. Yeah. And how many zeros did you have on field this week? Shut Chris? up, mate. <laughs> I refuse uh, to trade out players that I think are going to go good. In uh, Tommy Mitchell, seventy-five, so a down week there. But yeah, look, that's a couple Jacob's in, tag. That's a couple in a row now. You really got to start paying attention now to people that Jacob is going to be playing on the following yeah, week. Yeah, and I think that's why. Again, I think Robbie Gray. I'm, I'm hoping he gets tagged because yeah. uh, I don't have him. Of let's course. face it. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And Chris is hoping he does not or plays forward and kicks a bag because yeah. you have him in draft and in standard. Are so. you surprised that? I mean, Zerha had a good game, but are you surprised he's even playing this week after um, pushing? Who was it? No, David Mira oh. basically knocked him into seventh, I, the seventh row. I am, and I, I can feel the frustrations out there because if you can push a guy into the fence with that much force, causing possibly yep. severe damage, and you get off, yep. Compared to walking over somebody, yep. who, let's face it, he's not going to. Uh, yeah, you could injure him, but not. Or you elbowing someone in the face. How and, Mitchell got off is a joke. And seriously, like not how only Mitchell that, got off is an absolute joke. Not only that, some people pay for that kind of treatment. He could have given Sicily. A, <laughs> he could have given Sicily a fifty instead of going down to Chinatown and asking for a massage where they walk all over you. Like that's true. Sicily, Sicily yeah. should have fifty bucks in his back pocket. Acupressure. Instead, he's losing his match payments. So look, go figure. Um, yeah, look, uh, Zerha is lucky to be there this week. I thought that out of all of them, that was the worst. Out of the elbow to the face, the step on the back of the leg, um, and then Zerha. I grant, granted, it was in the field of play, but you one hundred percent know that you can just one hundred percent just um, 
get like get him over the sideline without actually shouldering him or without actually tackling him in a vulnerable position. Well, he did that to show a sign of force because he was his first game or whatever it is. Um, is, it, is I'm sure it's his first game or is it his second game? Zaha, sure, first game I think. Um, so we'll have a look at that in the Bubble Boys section in the next pod as well. Um, but uh, that, that 100%, I reckon he should be suspended for that. I, I know that you probably can't because he's in the field of play. Well, That's the defence. He's in the field of play. He's fair game, right? No. Um, I just think there's, there's got to be a duty of care. There should have been, been a fine or something, something. at least more. got to um, be a duty of care. I, I don't know what's worse, so Chris, uh, that act or uh, trading in a mirror this week. <laughs> if you did, then you know. I think I think there was somebody that, that, that did. Uh, look, he, like, he has had a couple good weeks in a row. He hurt me. I had him in draft, not in yeah. standard. Um, there was a valid point that someone made, and I, I did uh, have, you know, puff my chest out and say, I'm really glad that everyone has a mirror in their team can go back under a rock. Um, <laughs> because everyone who owned a mirror decided to shout it to the world, oh, I've got a mirror and you got a 145. I would have done that too, yeah, though, of course. to be fair. I would have been very quiet, being like, oh, yeah. I hope this pays off. And then, yes, it pays off. <laughs> Yahoo, hero. And look, um, if you expected it, and a guy commented on that saying uh, he's doing exactly what we wanted him to, which was to average 90 and make 150K. And he'll probably do that. And he's literally averaging 90 right now. So, yeah. Yeah, look, he's done I mean, his he, job, he, he but already, just don't shout that he's the as a keeper. Well, he already had made a hundred k before I think this game. Yeah, nearly, so nearly a hundred k before this game. He'll so. have a. He'll probably make another forty k because he had a negative break even. But yeah. his break even, I'm estimating right now, will be about seventy or eighty, and he's going to be priced around four thirty. So I think it's probably almost trade out time. You can might maybe hold him another week, but if he has a low score, he might start going backwards. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what is uh, what is like there. Um, now, uh, over to the next game. So we have oh, the Gold Brisbane. Coast. Don't oh, even mate. get me started on the Brisbane Gold Coast The game. most exciting, terrible game of football that I've watched in a while. Actually, the last quarter was actually quite <laughs> That's exciting. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it was literally... It was a they terrible could, game of football. They could have just scrapped was... the first three quarters and then just gone, okay, one quarter of football, and how exciting is this? Can we start off with Cam Sprainer? Because <laughs> he sprayed the ball across the guys. <laughs> That was so bad. Oh, He's got three on. options inside forward 50. He could have handballed to Christensen. He could have hit a, a target 35 metres out directly in front. He had so many options and he just sprays the ball. <laughs> oh, my God. That was pretty shocking. But, look, one thing I'll say about that is at least he's the number one pick and he took it on himself to take it. Hey, Chris, Supercatch so, is open. Oh, fantastic. So, uh, as we speak... Um, so definitely by the time you guys obviously see this, um, you'll be able to jump into Supercoach and have a look at all the prices, etc. Um, and we'll um, we'll go through that in the next pod. Happy days. Um, but yeah, so very, very um, uh, weird game. I mean, did you like... What do you think about the Miller versus Zorko arrangement? Oh, well, A, Zorko, uh, my man, uh, buy me a coffee, Zork. Um, <laughs> did you like that call? Because yeah. that was pretty funny because... They, um, if you didn't watch, uh, at the end of the game, Miller Miller towed up Zorko. Yeah. Zorko actually had this is um interesting, and I listened to this on uh, Doctor Supercoach pod earlier in the week. Um, shout out to Pistol. Um, I think he had in total twelve, no, ten possessions or eleven possessions, but had uh, twelve clangers for the game. So he actually had more clangers than he had possessions, <laughs> which I don't think's ever happened. Um, pretty cool uh, little fun stat there. But um, obviously six frees against, uh, which count as clangers. Um, and then he had six oh, he was foot, He was just so... he was cracking the absolute shits. But oh, yeah. um, look, I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited to try and get him in my side, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I think that eventually... I think he'll be cheap enough. A fantastic M9. Soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he'll be very cheap soon. Uh, absolutely a steal. But um, 
Yeah, look, this game. And I actually had, I actually commented on the Brisbane Lions website. Someone was like, I've never seen skills so bad, blah, blah, blah. Like, what a piss poor performance and stuff. I'm Have like, you not watched us for the last no, three years? Chris. <laughs> That's what I would have said. Chris, be fair. I said, did you not see last week? Because <laughs> last week was absolutely It was horrible. better than last this week. This wasn't even that sure. bad. And and to be fair, like, I actually think Tuke Miller did a wonderful job there. Oh, he was um, best on ground. But best on ground by he, a mile. He was also a bit of a dog as well. Like, I think he, uh, Barry, I think he pretty much forearmed Barry straight to the head. Yeah. Literally. And then, so he then Barry kind of... Berries. Remonst- Barry kind of... He was just trying to make juice, bro. Oh, jeez. He was trying <laughs> to squeeze that hard. Um, <laughs> and then Zorka ended up, like, grabbing him by the throat. Do you know what I mean? So he's in yeah. that kind of added a bit... Oh, right. that was... I mean, that shouldn't have been... None of that was a free kick. Oh. Actually, I do think that... Um, but it got paid against Zorko, but it really should have been a free kick against yeah, Miller. it should have been. Yeah. So I think there's a bit of uh, love lost there. But one person I was very uh, happy with, and this is probably, f- if I can say such a thing, a breakout game uh, for me was Harris Andrews. Uh, played really well last week as well. He's on a two-game heater at Ooh, the moment. Well, Turned he, up last week. And he then... was amazing. Yep. Uh, and not only that, like Tom Well, Lynch, we called it early. Well, we, we thought, we thought he, we thought he we? could have a, a big rise. Whether this is just a little flash in the pan or not, uh, I don't know. But yep. Tom Lynch wasn't. He's he's known as being aerially amazing. Yeah. And uh, Harris Andrews. He was. Uh, he kicked his ass on the oh, day. And Absolutely. But, but not only that, you think yeah. Tom Lynch has the jump, right? You think he has clear space. Harris Andrews has amazing closing speed. Reach. And he has literally longer limbs than Andre the Giant. <laughs> That's um, true. It's like, true. Seriously, he, he just, was he everywhere. Just, he closes Lynch him down. Lynch could not get away from him. No, he closes him down. Because he wasn't doing the man-on-man and trying yep. to get muscled out. So he'd just hold off him. The ball would come in. He'd close in and just jump and then yep. get his limbs in the way. Because well, Lynch doesn't really have lightning pace either. So when he's leading at the ball, it's because of his smart movement that, that gets him to good spaces. Yep. And um, Harris Andrews wasn't going to be muscled out of it. Nah. He just hung off. And then once the ball got kicked in, he just Gold Coast in. movement didn't help that because oh, they were they bombing in long. They did. They should but have just drilled it short. Definitely part. Uh, that's also part of a system of, of Brisbane in the way that they were closing down the midfield of yep. Gold Coast. So that and was good. not only that, Brisbane should have actually won this game. Yep. Gold Coast tried to shut it down. Even in scoring, like, hey, my man Fiorina. They basically shut up shop. Oh, they did. And, let's, and, and said, hey, Brisbane... Go for it. See if you can and do it. And what's up with my man Fiorini scoring a ton when I don't have him in my side? <laughs> I dumped him in draft, and then what does he do? He comes out with a 116. He's a classy uh, player, Fiorini. Oh, I geez, think he's so going to get what? better and better. And, and better. here's the thing. I had Holman on field. Chris was he was kicking for goal. I was like, Holman just kicked a goal. He's like, damn you, Holman. Holman outscoring Parker was the worst thing damn happened you, this damn week. Damn you, Holman. <laughs> because I, I, I didn't have... Um, I had uh, Finlayson on field in midfield, and I had, obviously, Tim Kelly. Um, who also got outscored by Holman. So for me, essentially, I would have been playing Holman on field if I had kept Kelly. Right? Yeah, be like, oh, I can't keep Kelly. I've got to put Parker. Uh, and then on. I've got to play Parker over over Holman. That's not. That's a, yeah. Yeah, it's dumb. So yeah, yeah it was but, unfortunate. But I didn't get the to take Brisbane a score. scored. Brisbane won as far as Supercatch points. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, um, they didn't win the game, but you no. know who cares about that statistic? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> who cares about like, wins on the board? Who cares think, about four I points? I think it was McCluggage's best game that he'd ever played. Um, I think he was everywhere. He was great in the spread. He was good inside and good in close. They looked for him. He just didn't have a very good last quarter, but I thought his first three quarters were really, really impressive. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to McCluggage and Berry and the combinations for the future. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Rayner Ray hopefully coming in, being that Dusty Martin sort of... I think they, they, they've got a lot of growth yeah. in them. I'll so. tell you one person I'm super annoyed with is Alan Christensen. So on my field... Christensen, and he may even get traded this week. Yep. Um, I'm still throwing up whether or not... I could go um, Christensen to Billings this week easily. Very easily with one trade. Well, Christensen's now 356k. Yeah, so he went up slightly because he had a low break even. Um, he, his issue is this right now. Christensen's got... He could still definitely make some more money, um, but I think he's coming into a tougher run of games. 
in that last quarter, he had he was he had he was on fifty five and he finished on fifty four. He had two possessions in the entire last quarter. Both of them were clangers. So at one oh, and one was a shot at goal that uh, was caught on the line. So that, it could have been a goal and it could have won them in the game, but caught on the on the goal line. So he just didn't have a real impactful last quarter, yep. unfortunately, Christensen. I actually think Brisbane will improve once Dane. Be- I think Dane, when Dane Beams improves, Zorko will improve. Yeah, I think because Dane Beams is being quite average at the moment, Zorko is just getting absolutely flawed. Well, he's getting tagged every single game, tagged out of it. So, yep. what do you do? Um, unfortunately, McPherson seems to be injured, um, and he seems to be out for a while. So, if you did start with McPherson as your bit of a POD, uh, you unfortunately look like you're gonna have to trade him. Yeah, um, and I think also you're looking at Lions and David Swallow who were very underwhelming. I think uh, yep. versus the Brisbane side, they've been better against good opposition. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but apart from that, look, uh, apart from that, there was wasn't actually much to take out of this game except for. I think Harris Andrews was probably the standout for me, and I think. Cam Sprainer. It's going to stick. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, uh, let's go into Melbourne. So the uh, last night's game. Tuesday night, uh, yep. Melbourne and Richmond. I actually really enjoyed this game, Chris, uh, for three and a half quarters of it. <laughs> um, no, I did. Like, as in, it was uh, very contested football. The pressure was right up there. I mean, it wasn't the and clean- then Richmond it, just took it away. Well, yeah, it wasn't the cleanest game, but no. I don't care that much about it being the cleanest game because the pressure was there. People were hot on everyone's heels. The effort was there. The intensity was there, and it was a very good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, not like one of those high-scoring ones where you see it free-flowing and it looks really good because it's really open and that sort of thing. But yep. I just liked the pressure of this game. There were two things I didn't like about the game. One was, um, uh, sorry, Richmond's tactics around the stoppages were terrible, um, but it, it won. Like, don't get me wrong, like. When I say terrible, I mean terrible from a Supercoach perspective because Max Gorn was basically one out. <laughs> like at, at some stages, Jack Rewalt was taking hit outs against against Max Gorn, and he wasn't even going yep. up. He oh. was just letting him tap down, and then they were all sharking Max Gorn's taps. Quickly, though, for the person that uh, messaged us saying, hey, should I captain Max Gorn or uh, Dusty? Dusty Martin? Please tell us which way you went in the end because that, that's a big difference. Well, look, at the end of the day... Um, it was a coin flip anyway. It was. We can't tell you who the captain because we don't oh, know I would, who's I would have go gone better. Dusty, personally. Well, personally, I would have gone Dusty too because I always think that, I mean, uh, the Dusty... The guy that's averaged 120 for the year would probably yeah. do better than the Ruckman. So. I mean, there's every chance that, you know, Gorn goes and gets a 70. Um, yeah, it's possible. But, you know, it, it, he could just have an on night and, and this is his highest score of the season. So yeah. I, don't, I can't tell you that he's going to have his highest score of the season and that hurt me because him going big and when people would have captained him... Um, is, un- is unfortunate yep. because Oliver, a lot of people didn't have Dusty yeah, Oliver got another 100 we got a 104 he actually wasn't doing that well until, until that nah, little fight back until yeah. that third fourth quarter fight back he a lot really of his, scored a lot of points I watched Oliver quite closely because he was one of my um, uh, target options for Kelly yep. and I was just like I hope he doesn't go big and just you know, punch me in the face well, saying I should have got him I hope he doesn't get another haircut <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be honest, yeah. um, and, and essentially a lot of his possessions, especially early on, were uncontested. So he was he was not the guy extracting early on. He was the guy that was getting on the end of the extraction, um, and he was taking a lot of uncontested grabs. And that's not his usual gameplay. So I don't know what forced him. Maybe it was a role change on the night, but he was not uh, typically getting involved in the extraction of the football early, and that's really what impacted his score. That's why he only scored about 100, yep. even though he had probably similar stats to what he would usually have. I think this will be a danger game next week. Uh, the Ds versus Essendon, and both have lost two yeah, games in a row. It, it's on. Like it's this like whoever wins has a might, chance of finals. Yeah, and, and whoever, whoever doesn't, doesn't is out. They're done for the year. Yeah, this is that's like a little mini final. I'm very excited for that game. Yep. Uh, yeah, Petrarca got a 73 
He didn't actually look all that bad, but he wasn't playing a very favourable... Petrapa. Um, yep. Absolutely done. Basically, uh, Jared Garlett uh, was sort of mimicking the other Garlett from Carlton and thought he would do nothing <laughs> with a, a 30 super coach points. Yeah, which, uh, yeah, again, you shouldn't have traded him in, but if you did, unfortunately... Uh, well, that was your Kent joke. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Kent uh, injured on 28, but that does open the, the door uh, for Fritz and those kind of guys, I think. Should uh, hopefully get another I think run. the only reason why Fritz was dropped was so that they can play this week. So I think that there were... There were people in the team that they yeah. put in. Shorter break. Short break. They're going to probably have four or five changes this week again. Yep. Um, and I, my opinion is that Fritch will be one of those players. Um, they probably just didn't know their right mix at the time, which is why he was not... Yeah, I'm with you, Casey. and I think, I think that's also the risk uh, with Higgins. Uh, yeah, I don't, well. again, I don't think Higgins will play well, this Well, A, you got... Uh, was it... Gresham, Graham, Graham, Graham coming, coming back, back and they've also got a few more options and I mean he's a first year player so yeah. he might get a bit sore especially on a short break but he will be in my team but if he if he gets named for a third game I'm putting him in because he, he'll, his break even will be so high that even if he only plays one or two games from coming back he's still going to make you 100k yep uh, very me, very quickly and not only that I actually it's funny because I actually posted it being like what a jet when he kicked uh, that snap like he just looked very composed yep. under pressure he he looked like he actually loved the, the pressure environment yeah uh, his skills are good like I think he kicked four goals out of his first five kicks yeah. in footy you know what I mean like he's just I just thought that, that one where he got the mark he just seems to he's got attack positioning really really good in the four pocket and he's not a, he's not a natural pocket player no so I, I think would, he's just real hungry and the energy's well, there as well. He played a little bit of midfield minutes towards the end of that uh, last quarter. Well, I think with those kind of guys, he goes, this is your role. Yep. Do it. And he's just like, I'm going to do that role. He's so like, excited. Yeah, he's just so excited. He's just like, I'm going to do the role. I'm going to run, run. I'm going to tackle. I'm going to... His just... post-match interview on Channel 7 was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't like hearing my own voice. I'm not going to watch yeah, his... Yeah, like, oh, I wasn't very good at school, mate. Yeah, so you can probably tell that. Yeah, it's like just real like, Oka, like, love him. <laughs> he's so good. Well, yeah, fan favourite. Anyway, I posted... He plays a lot of Fortnite as well, which good on you, mate. Well, I'll, uh, I'll probably uh, got beaten by you a few times. Yeah. Uh, well, I posted up um, saying, like, what a jet. And someone's like, oh, yeah, but he's relying on Supercoach. I'm like, I'm not talking about Supercoach. His goals for yeah. Supercoach. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, like, I get it. He's relying on goals for Supercoach. But i just saying, what a jet. Like, a first-year player to handle that sort of occasion, that pressure, yep. and slot goals. Like, just, yeah, what a jet. Just on that. Yeah, I mean, he might be relying on goals, but he's also playing in a team that's going to score goals. Yeah, he's not and like a forward pocket for Brisbane. Think about it this way. And 180k. Last year, you had, how good was Butler and Castagna as rookies? Right, both real, very reliant on goals, but played in a, in a Richmond forward line that got goals to them, and they play small. No, so I'm not necessarily upset well. like about the, that. Their yeah. pressure's high. It's yeah. not like they're playing. Um, well, one of his goals it? was from a, a holding the ball decision that he got. Yeah. So he made the tackle, so got it was, a the ball. It's not like he's playing in the Essendon forward line where there's no pressure and no run. Exactly right. You know, they're, so, they're tackling and then they'll get turnovers and then he might get a handball or yeah. a free, uh, you know, a cheap shot. I don't necessarily think it's the scoring that's the issue. I think it's it's just whether or not he's going to get games. Uh, I So I wouldn't say, okay, get Higgins this week because I don't think he's going to play this week, but maybe next week. So there's some juicy bubble boys coming through. Um, you do have to choose the right one, yeah. but if I get a chance to get him in, I'm probably going to get him in. I, I think I think you'll make it a lot. I of think cash. they might rest him this week as well, based on that they're only going to have four days break. Yeah, um, he's also mid forward. Yeah, and and there's a lot to go for. I mean, if if he if he is named for this week against Collingwood, yeah, I'm in. I, I, I'm going to take him, and I'm probably going to get rid of Garlett as that mid forward swing that I've got currently in my team. So. Um, but if he's waited to next week, I can maybe see Holman for another week. I can maybe do a Don Barry if Don Barry's still not named. Yep. You get a little bit more options out of him. So I'm, I'm actually pretty Makes cool. Makes sense. Um, Lambert. Yeah, Kane Lambert, 119, restoring the faith. Uh, yep. Chris and I did a little trade. Um, we did. Yep, so Lambert's uh, good. I'm just, that's two weeks in a row now he's done well. Yep. Um, so look, hopefully that's a turn of the corner. Shane Edwards, uh, another 97. He's actually averaging like about, well, he was averaging like 92. I trade him in draft. 
and then he gets like 50 or 40 or 30 yeah. against Brisbane. So I get out of my side, you go, it's a one-week wonder. And then he goes and gets another 97. So uh, yeah. Rance was very good in the right space, uh, at the right place Always. at the right time. Yep. Always good. And his efforts there. Um, Dusty... You know, it was a, a low night for him, but um, and he wasn't necess- He was playing forward, but he he played a lot of mid minutes and just wasn't around the ball. Yeah, um, so an, uh, just an off just night. Just an odd I think. night, yeah. Um, but look, he's got five in him, right? He's done two, so yep. two sub hundreds. Yeah, he's got three more during the year. The good news is that if you don't have him, you can probably pick him up cheap in the next. Well, couple now of weeks. yeah, he's had a couple of low ones now. Yeah. So um, yeah, if you don't have him, I would be looking to get him as soon as possible once that price uh, really drops. Yep. Uh, Conker is one I flagged a couple of weeks ago. Uh, eighty nine points this week, so he's he had a couple a, of good ones. He looked a little bit scared with the ball in hand this week. But even he's, though getting he's getting the ball and he's getting in the in the position. Well, they've been playing him in midfield. So, yeah. yeah, I know that's why I meant the, like for our eighteen man league. He was yeah. one I brought in this week. Oh nice. Uh, yeah. For our, good How are we going with that? Oh, we won this week. I don't well, know. Right. We don't, we'll have we a look at it later. Yeah, we kind of look at it once or twice a week, if that. <laughs> nice. Uh, anyway, and Brendan Ellis, another 49. So, yep. Uh, people might be dropping him in draft. Like, our league, I picked him up. Uh, I know he's not doing great yet. He was on the yet. waiver for you, didn't he? Yeah, I just yeah. picked him up for free off the free agency. Off Sweet. the waiver, yeah. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, last year, though, we had a back-end, I think it was like 15 or 16 games or something. 14 to 16 games, average like 100. Yeah. So... There's every chance it could happen again. So, look, park him on your bench or do something um, if you, if he's available. Like, he's definitely one to take a risk on, I feel. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, and then we'll get to today's game. Hey, um, good old Collingwood forever. They know how to uh, play And <laughs> they, were, they were far superior. I tipped Essendon. Uh, it was actually a little bit of a shit game, let's be fair. Oh, it wasn't slow. fun to watch. It was because slow. Essendon, Essendon made it a shit game to watch because... I do believe that. I... I kind of get where they're coming from because they lost rotations early. They were clearly buggered. There was no run in the legs. They were just chipping the ball around and then oh, going long to a contest. Oh, and they just kept giving it back to Hurley. I think there was yeah. one passage of play. He got it. Well, he handballed all of it. the defenders must have scored also. Well, he got it. He handballed it to somebody. Yep. That somebody then, oh, I'll give it back to Hurley. Hurley then chips it back. They go to the right-hand side. No, you know what? We'll chip it back to here. And Hurley gets another disposal, then kicks it out of the 50. Yep. I'm like, what the hell is going on here, Chris? Yeah, it was a. Um, <laughs> it just kept happening all oh. game. I don't think there was really anyone on uh, for the Bombers that actually had a good game, apart from potentially uh, Zach Merritt, who I think was back. Um, I thought he had a really, really good game. Uh, 114 Supercoach. Um, he'll still drop cash this week, but his break-even's probably going to be around about 120 now this week, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think it was a 146 last well, actually, week. Actually, I might so even so tell so us now, Chris, if I click on uh, it. 130. Uh, 130 break-even. So his price now, what's he priced at now? Uh, let me just do That is just one click away, Chris. Ooh, don't you like that? Uh, 486,000. So he's probably got another uh, 20k or so to drop. So I reckon um, I reckon you could wait on him one more well, week. Especially, you know up. someone's going to run with him from Melbourne. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Viney or someone's going to run with him. Yeah, Jones, maybe. Uh, yeah. uh, he did a number on um, uh, Mitchell a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Um, and he did use the ball really well. He was actually, um, at quarter time, he was on 49 and then was on 63 at half, half time. So once Collingwood took control of the game, he was really out of the game, unfortunately. Um, had a bit of a tiff with Pendles at one stage. I don't know if oh, you said yeah, something Pen- a bit cheeky. I don't ever see Pendles really arc up, but he was no, very, he was anim- upset. He was very he, animated. He pointed him out and said, yeah. no, you guys get away. I'm having a go at this guy. Oh, he threw to someone away. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was like, I was like and, and the bomber teammates well, were like, yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, like, if, I'm, I'm going to let you go. If, if Pendles was having a go at me or something, I'd be like, oh, crap, I've done something wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, he's, he's not very angry sort of guy. If the Messiah singles you out, look out. 
And look, um, Trelaw, um, you know, he was uh, Anzac Day medalist. I don't, I didn't rate his game to be honest. Like, I, I thought he was all right. Yeah, but who? Would it you was pick? the who, goals. Who would you pick then? I like, actually I th- thought Pendles was the best on ground. Yeah, I'm probably with you there. Because when the, when the game was there to be won, it was his polish that, that set aside. And I think he only had 25 dis- disposals. And uh, Trelaw had uh, just over 30. So he just was w- much more effective with his disposals and was the deciding factor in the moments of the game where Collingwood needed to push forward. Well, I actually thought uh, Goddard was best on ground, Chris. Oh, fuck. Off, <laughs> that guy's a... Sp- he was just picking up cheap ball behind the play, that guy. Honestly, he's a, he's a dart. Well, he needs to be gone. And I'd he, love he to was, see... He was about five inches away from kicking one out in the full as well. Yeah. I, I, I'd <laughs> love to see what... Because he pulled up um, a lot of players on the day for just... For whatever reason. Zaharakis a few times. Where he's just having goes at them on the field. Now... I, like whilst I get that, and there was this Heath Shaw versus Nick Maxwell thing a few years ago. Like I get that that's something that happens on field. You're never going to win a game of football if you're just constantly yelling at your teammates. Well, you're never going to win a game of football if Danaher keeps some... if Danaher keeps kicking him out in the full, mate. That's true. Seriously, just go many... get some pretzels though, and just you know knock them off the table or something instead. That's what he should do at home. Instead <laughs> of having the, the thing of sand and the little rake to try and meditate, <laughs> you should just have like a basket of pretzels. Just knock just them over every slap time. Them. Every time. Yeah, I mean, it also helps stop uh, domestic abuse. <laughs> um, but okay. how many how many shots on goal do Essendon want to kick out in the full though? Oh, well, yeah, seriously, just that. But also, I mean, the, the kicking for goal from set shots the entire game was bad, especially for Collingwood. Um, I think there was only they kicked three goals from Setros, maybe four. Well, and Outside not, of that, not only that, all... uh, are you going to put Hooker forward or back? Because he went back for the whole game, and then all of a sudden, oh, guess what? He's playing forward at the end of the game. Yeah, they were just trying to change things because they weren't. Getting he doesn't look like forward. a bright cookie. Don't mix him around. This is your role. They just got honestly, they got played off the park. That's what happened. No, it, you, don't they, they say, you don't get to say that, Chris. They weren't in the Chris, contest. You don't get to say that. Why? They're your team. Well, they, they, okay. they did but, though. No, 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 no. But honestly, Collingwood played them off the park. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. They no, did. It's true. Um, they, were, they were better. SNM were woeful. I hate After, after la- look, it sort of poses a question. I think, look, I, I'm definitely rose-coloured glasses with Collingwood. But I actually, at the start of the season, pegged them as below, like, I'm talking 10th yeah. to 12th. Chris didn't put them at 5th place at the end of the 5th round. No. Hey. I did not put... I, I, I actually thought that this could have been a very danger game, and especially as they coming off a win last week. They finally got their structures right. They are playing people in the right positions. I think they actually look, um, they look more damaging forward as well. I mean, you have... Thomas, you have uh, Stevenson, side bottoms getting forward as well. Dugowie, yep. you know, they're actually starting to look Dugowie like... Dugowie looked really good today. Oh, that goal, um, that early goal. Oh, dude. Yeah. And, Freak, oh, freakish. Sorry, I should have started the podcast with this, but congratulations to Liverpool. Absolutely smashing Roma this morning in the Champions League semi-final, 5-2. Should have been 5-0. They slacked off, but... Uh, that was an amazing game at 4.45 this morning. Where's that coming from? Oh, I just wanted to say, well, oh, the well, Dugowie thank, goal... Thank, thank you for interrupting. Oh, okay, the Dugowie, Dugowie goal, goal. Right. I was like, that's Mo Salah. I was like, where, all day. where's the link, Chris? Where, where, land land your plane, there. mate. Yeah. <laughs> land just, your plane. Oh, no, so what I do is I like to go tangent. And I'm a little bit upset now, Chris, because uh, Stephen sent 88. Yeah, I'm gonna. we have to put Ooh. a hand up there. Yeah, well, um, he started Having said that, though, simmer, but, uh, that after that 33, where a lot of people had the rights to t- trade him out, even though we said not yeah, to... Yeah. Um, look, he's come really good. Two big games in a row now. His price will be he's actually. I can tell you just quickly, Chris. He is now he's now two hundred eighty six thousand. So he's already gone up one hundred six k, and his break even is now minus four. Yeah, go figure. So look, kudos to you. And he literally, I think by the end of next week, he could almost be worth more than Christensen. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, go like legitimately. Like he's having such a good run. Um, look, Grundy played well. Sidebottom played well, and he was tagged most of the day. Um, Sharon Berg is playing his best football, like most consistent football that I've seen him play. 
Dugowie only got an 84, but again played a lot of time um, forward of the ball and then uh, had some patches yeah. in midfield he, he where was, he was really, really dominant. Well, in the so. first uh, half or even three quarters, he was, actually, he was on like 75 at three-quarter yep. time, and then he started on the bench. Yep. Um, so I don't know what that was about, but then he literally did nothing in the last quarter except kick that goal. Yep. So uh, what he kicked three goals for the game. So there you go. Yeah, and look, uh, like even when their ball's going forward, I mean, Mason Cox in the last quarter all of a sudden stood up. Um, ben Reed stood up in the last quarter. Their, their tools really weren't dominant, but they did enough to service their smalls. Yep. And I think that's the difference, is that they're getting the smalls involved in the game now. Can we... With Travis Cloak there that you know, of the two years ago, it was if, if he couldn't win it, it would be an outnumbered uh, possession over a turnover to the opposition who would run it out of the forward line. And that was the real low point of, can of we, Hollywood. Can we just highlight Split this quickly now. as well? Andy McGrath's probably one of the biggest letdowns. Yeah. Uh, as far as people, what people were expect expectations uh, for a young player to rise up. Yep. Uh, he's been an absolute well, bagful. Like, uh, well, whoop. I mean, he, he's promised mid-time hasn't really eventuated, has it? No. And um, uh, Stringer, uh, literally, oh, he, he, he cracked a sooks a couple of times tonight. One, when he thought it was deliberate out of bounds, and he, like, fully went on about it. It's like, mate, he called it a throw-in. Like, just get on and move on. Don't get in the guy's face. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, I think it was his 300th game or something. Mate, he's not going to take your crap. Literally, go take that stuff and talk to a 15-year-old schoolgirl. <laughs> Maybe she'll listen to your problems because she has none because she's too young. That's true. Uh, literally. And then the other one, he kicks it. There's a free kick to Collingwood, and then he goes and kicks it to goal. And then he, he starts arguing, like, oh, why is that a 50-meter free I'm like, mate, there's a free kick to the opposition, and you've It was kicked, a clear free and you've, kick, too. And you've kicked the ball away. Like, it wasn't and even... And he knew it. Yeah, it was like... Everyone had slowed, stopped. He slowed down and then yeah. dribbled it. Yeah. And I'm like... And then he complains, oh, I didn't know it was a free kick. No, that's just dumb Stupid. from Stringer. That's absolutely Stupid, dumb. Undisciplined. Um, and uh, after, I do apologize. I put a tweet out saying that um, at my quarter time break... Um, that uh, Bagley was injured, and it wasn't Bagley was injured. He was just on negative seven. No, Bagley, <laughs> I thought he was injured. It was Begley that was injured. Bagley literally cost two goals to Essendon in within a minute and a half. Yeah, and negative was it, seven. And was it both? Yeah, both to side bottom. Yep, both and, of them. And honestly, like. <laughs> well, because because he actually stopped. the Well, ball one of them he the stopped the ball from going out yeah. and hitting the post, oh, and, then and then the then other one, he, the other one, he let side bottom get in front of him. he was hurling. I touched it. Yeah, and it's like comes back on Pies call. It's like, oh, cool, play on. Chips to himself. <laughs> what an what an idiot. Yeah, what, what an, an idiot. idiot. <laughs> the meatloaf. Uh, meatloaf, Ma, we want it now. <laughs> good, more for us. More, more for me and you. Yeah, more for me and you. Yeah, more for me and you. Oh, good times. What an idiot. Uh, but look, um, overall, look, uh, I'll admit I'll, I'll always like a game where we smash Essendon, but that's good. And uh, we're in fifth spot, so... Um. Uh, anyway, look, we're just going to leave it there. But uh, look, hopefully you have enjoyed, uh, enjoyed our... Uh, round review? Yes, our round review. So we'll get in now and look at the Bubble Boys, the break-evens, uh, and also how we went and that sort of stuff in our leagues. Yep. Uh, so we'll do that one now. Uh, we'll talk to you soon anyway, guys. But look, we only have one more... Um, what, two more sleeps now until the next game. Yeah, definitely. So, so one day one day off and then footy's back. So I am stoked. I'm very happy, but I, I am, am very, very aroused. aroused. Oh. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. We are Supercoach Insider. Don't forget to give us a like if you haven't already. Facebook.com forward slash Supercoach Insider. And on Twitter, we are SC underscore, insi- uh, uh, SC underscore Insider underscore. Uh, those are our handles. So please handle us. <laughs> Fair enough. With care. Well, cheers, guys. Cheers, See guys. You later. See you next time.